And welcome back to Talking Women in Tech. We are here again this week. We got interesting stories coming through. We got people saying that Microsoft taking over Blizzard Activision might be a good thing because it'll give them more leeway. Uh, We have a new character coming to Dead by Daylight from the slasher franchises. We also have also possibly a hint that they think StarCraft might have a chance now coming back uh, because of the lackluster possibly nature of microsoft but that's not really nope. but we'll get into that though um we also get into a teardown of the ps5 and show that not much has changed in set for size um we're also going to get into a new segment we're going to get through the history of our history of the n64 and what we thought of it what we experienced uh and what we thought of it near the end of its life and past the end of its life so um and on the other half of it we're going to get into the final Beatles song ever made uh, because they released, obviously it came out uh, along with a short documentary. I also watched about it, which was really cool. Um, we also got today uh, a tweet from Miyamoto himself that they have been working on the live action Zelda movie, which is pretty awesome. Uh, we also got the Ghostbusters trailer today uh, for the new Ghostbusters film. And I was super excited to see the whole entire original cast in it. I was, oh my God. Minus one, but yeah. Well, minus one, <laughs> but yeah. I didn't like it at all. I felt oh, like it man. lost everything that made the first movie good. Of course you did. Oh, man. It was, it was, <laughs> well, it was like the first movie, dude, but it didn't feel like the first movie. Oh, like the, all the whimsy and childish nature of it. That's how I felt when I saw the tra- this trailer. Like the music, the feel of it, it felt like the 80s. Yeah, it did. <laughs> yeah, because the music and everything, was, it was all 80s. It was great. Um, we also got AI. No, bots. it was budget remakes of the 80s. It was bad <laughs> bands covering it. Anyway. <laughs> whatever. Actually, no, it was the original song, actually. No, yeah. that was not Cruel Summer, dude. That was not the original Cruel Summer. I watched The Karate Kid like once a year because I love that movie. That was that was a cover of Cruel Summer, one hundred percent. I don't think so. Um, anyway, um, <laughs> so AI bots can now do grunt work for you by filling out job applications. <laughs> oh, that's not grunt work, but okay. <laughs> um, and I figured I'd cover this story because um, we're going to be going to meet up. Uh, with one of the makers of the movie actually fairly soon. Uh, and I saw that actually one of a, the um, major like websites I go to actually covered the topic. And I was like, Hey, I know the guy I went to his Halloween party who made this movie. Uh, uh, Damn handy. Uh, which was written by the guy who wrote the craft. Um, there's a few other celebrities and stuff that actually helped make this movie. And it was shot like literally down the street uh, in Westerly <laughs> and in uh, mystic. Really? Yep. Which is pretty cool, uh, so yeah, and it's gonna be a pretty cool. It's gonna be a pretty cool like horror slasher, kind of horror slasher based on a guy who is just going to do plumbing jobs, and then all shit goes wrong pretty much, I guess, uh, for the most part. But we might actually get a sneak peek at it because we're going to uh, possibly meet going to the studio itself, so uh, and check it out. So I figure why not throw that in there because we're gonna get some first hand on a possible big movie. Anyway. <laughs> that being said, let's get into every what we've been up to the last couple of weeks. We've been into a few things. Uh, we've been doing. There's all kind of things going on. Halloween happened. Just craziness. Now we're just immediately Halloween was over, and we're like everybody just seems to think it's Christmas. I don't get it, but that's right <laughs> because it's retail, and it's also beanie season. If you don't know, <laughs> beanie season. 
You need a Walmart beanie, Nate. It's are, a, that's a that's against blue. Here. It's that's against policy. They made all my people take theirs off. It's blue. It's good enough. <laughs> anyway. Um, Kent Policy. What a shit company, dude. Anyway. Like, no offense, man, but what a shit company you work for. It's not just <laughs> it's not dress code doesn't have a Walmart spark, yet I wear a black hat with a black spark on it. You can't even see it. No, you can't see it. Anyway. <laughs> just disgusting. So what has everybody been doing? What have you been up to? What is going on? I I guess I'll go first. Normally I would tell you about all the cool D D stuff I've been doing, but that's not what I've been doing. I've been um, warming up and getting my practice in for the new World of Warcraft Classic Plus shit, which is the coolest thing I've ever seen happen in the history of video games. Wait, so, didn't, didn't you just complain about this the other day? About Warcraft? No, the, the expansions. Oh, okay. This is different. Okay. This is, this is different. So, first of all, the whole thing behind Classic is great. For those of you who don't play World of Warcraft... Essentially, the fan base stopped playing Warcraft Retail because they hate the game because the game is bad now. And they started playing private servers of the original game. Blizzard caught on, made their own version of it, and it's more popular than retail. People pay the subscription just so they can play Classic. So now you have this massive fan base of people playing Classic demanding new stuff. So Blizzard goes out and gets some people to work on this stuff, and they come up with this ridiculous idea. They're launching new servers in December that start at level one, fresh servers, right? They are capped at level 25. And at level 25, there's a brand, they're taking an old piece of content and rebuilding it into a new raid. So this is like a new 10-man raid. I don't know if you played far enough, uh, Bazinga, but Black Fathom Depths, the underwater dungeon, is becoming a raid. I have absolutely no idea how far I was because everybody just pulled me around. All right, well, either way... <laughs> I so, never got to play the game. I, it was well, like, okay, we're going to power level you. <laughs> they're repurposing old content and making it new. They're also adding a whole new system so that they can add new skills to the old characters. And the reason why I find this fucking amazing is because the fan base forced this. Not because it's just, oh, new wow stuff. The fan base is the reason why it even exists. Like, it's so popular and making so much money for them that they're like, we're going to rebuild the old game for the the old players. And I just think that's fucking cool as hell. Hmm. So now I'll be requesting some time off if I can in time so I can play a couple days in a row. Yeah. There you go. <coughs> Other than that, you know, work on some D&D stuff. Started building my um, commission campaign. Built the world map. Anyway. It'll All be right. a backup campaign. <laughs> so I've uh, been uh, getting into uh, s- steering wheel games. Yeah, sim sim racing. Sim racing. There you go. Yeah, I haven't really played it. I've just been playing the physics game because it's just fun crashing into walls to see which, what you can do with a car. But which is something we can work on up until the point of season two game smash and add it into season two. Oh yeah, that'd be a funny video. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be a really funny video. Yeah, we can film it in the car. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't watch. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, so I think I'm gonna buy a couple things for it, which will be kind of cool. And I have a few games I just haven't tried them yet because when I got the steering wheel back in the day, it it wasn't really compatible with anything because mm-hmm. it was a, a newer model. So now things are starting to work for it like natively. Yeah. Like uh, what is it? Uh, 
WRC mm-hmm. that's coming out soon for it's an EA game, but Linus did a video on it and everything just worked. Oh yeah, everything yeah just works yeah. So I'm I'm gonna buy some things to. I'll have to try Dirt Rally Three. Yeah, I think it's gonna be cool. I don't recommend the new Dirt Rally, but really, yeah, that's kind of shit. Really, but, <laughs> yeah. uh, but the, the third was the last really good one, <clears throat> really good one. But yeah. anyway, but that's what I've been <clears throat> doing when I had time. Besides, you know, throwing my back out, feeling like I'm well, that's a whole other thing. Die, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Oh, it's it's yeah, it's what it is though. I mean, this is I hate this time of year. Um, not to be offended to anybody that does that likes this time of year, but I think that the overall arching consumerism that like plagues the ninety percent of our population is just terrible. <laughs> but uh, and what it turns into, but that's just me. Uh, <laughs> um. Anyway, I thought we weren't supposed to get political. Talking about consumerism. Anyway, I'm talking about retail. I'm holding, I'm holding my tongue. Move along. Talking about retail. Uh, anyway, um, yeah. But anyway, no, I've been actually. So I think I gave an update, and this is the first time I did it. I did it without a microscope, which is crazy. I don't know how I did it, but I did it, and it worked. Um, so I was repairing a friend of mine's uh, Xbox Series X, right, with replacing the HDMI port. You uh, turned it into a PlayStation 5, right? So, um, but one of the things I had to do because of his cat ripped pretty much like ripped the HDMI cable out of his uh, Xbox Series Smart X um, <laughs> and knocked the, obviously it knocked the Xbox Series X on the floor. Uh, the cable got ripped out and damaged the port really bad. Uh, one of the pads was actually ripped off. It was a pain in the ass to get it off to begin with. I eventually got it off, but one of the pads was damaged. I noticed after why it wasn't connecting and I was like, oh shit. So I actually had to take a literally took a took a wire, took the copper out of the wire, then took a single strand of copper from that wire and had to solder it into a single pin to uh, where it uh, goes onto the actual circuit board. Uh, and to do that without a microscope is insane. And I believe I, I was like, please work, please work. And it turned out I was like, works. Like, Holy shit, it worked. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like, that was insane. Um, but yeah, eventually if I keep on wanting to do repairs like that, I'm not going to invest in a microscope because those are fucking hard. One of those ones we've been talking about. Yeah. Um, so, and, and I found out the best person cause I watched him time to time, uh, because the person I actually got most of the tips for freaking freaking repairing this was uh Northridge fix, Alex from Northridge fix. Uh, and his, if you ever checked out his, uh, web, uh, his YouTube channel, it's really, he's really a no nonsense repair guy. Like, he knows his shit, and he knows a lot of the tricks and stuff to get things done fast and properly. So, uh, if you want to know anything about repairing, like, systems and micro-soldering, he's the guy to go to. He also sells, like, everything on his website, too. So, speaking of soldering, I was watching... You know how we always trying to figure out how to record that? Yeah. I was watching, uh, what, the Retro Future? Yeah. And he was doing a, like... Updating a Game Boy SP with a yeah, I, I watched that. I was cringing at his soldering ability. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> I was yeah, like, was pretty bad. He needs some practice. But he was using a Nifty Fifty to get that close up. Yeah, but okay. So, but what most people do because he was doing that. But what ninety percent of people like the coder, uh, Tektronics, um, the guy I was talking about, Northridge Fix. Just uh, most microscopes have an output you can just add to the capture card and just capture oh. it from there. That's what 90% of them do. Well, we're not there. <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> saying, no, that's how you properly capture it. Yeah. Or um, how, how RG, I think that's how RG, RGT85 was doing it, too. He was using a Nifty 50, I think. What was he doing? He was doing, when he was doing uh, his modding and stuff. RGT85 didn't mod anything. Well, not RG, RG, RGA, sorry. 
No, he was using a 4K camcorder. Oh, and he actually got fairly. He had really good close-ups. Yeah, he was using a 4K camcorder above it. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he had some really good close-ups. Yeah, um, but yeah. So yeah, but yeah, that's what the standard is using the cutting, doing the output from the microscope. Uh, well, this is an idea because we don't have the microscope. I know, I know. I am going to invest in that though because if I'm going to do, I don't even like know how that, much they go for. Like around three hundred dollars. Wow, Ooh, yeah. they're not too bad. The the really nice ones, like the ones that Northridge Fix uses, you are like six hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, but they come with like two different lenses, an anti glare lens, all sorts of shit. Uh, so, but yeah, no, that guy, <laughs> I do like watching Retro Future, but whenever he solders, he is terrible. He needs some practice. <laughs> like, oh my God. Well, when you only work on Game Boys and, and uh, PSPs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. But I mean, there are some, I don't know. Oh, well, that's all right. <laughs> and I found out there's kits, which would actually be good because I don't know when that video is ever going to happen uh, with our friend Milton. Mm-hmm. Um, but I found that there are micro soldering kits you can order from Amazon, which is really cool to teach people how to solder. Oh, okay. So I might have to get some of those for the video. <laughs> um, other than that, though, I've been actually editing a video that's going to be coming out hopefully soon. We were doing a 1,000 subscriber video, okay? And we covered a lot of animal. We covered a lot of footage uh, for that, talking about different points. And I have a lot of that footage actually in backup. Uh, so aside from some things like the Minecraft stuff, I don't have because I didn't do that editing. Um, yeah. but, <laughs> but that's on a computer in the closet that I can't get into. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, uh, it's not, it wasn't a big, big deal, but yeah, I got a lot, a lot of footage. Um, and so everybody knows when that video actually comes out, I know Seaside Detectives episode two never came out, but there are going to be scenes from it in that episode. Oh, so, oh, I got the freaking badge. Oh yeah, the badge. And that's it's pretty damn nice. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> <It's> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, so yeah, and obviously there's also going to be behind the scenes from the first episode too. So, which is gonna be pretty oh, cool. 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 Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, of us shooting that first episode. So yeah, I was talking to Ben about uh, that we want to we might make some episodes of that, and like we, he can film like the behind the scenes of us filming. You know. One of oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And stuff. yeah. Because we were saying how we we might revamp or bring back. Well, I would figure not bring back, but one thing I was thinking is, since we're going to be doing horror shorts, and that's mm. where we're gonna, that's where the filming is going on, actual filming, uh, like cinematography, all that stuff's going to be involved in that. We'll do an episode involving those two detectives. Yeah, yeah. That's going to go horribly wrong. <laughs> um, but yeah. <laughs> all right. So yeah. Anyway. That being said, let's get into our first topic, which is the new character coming to Dead uh, Dead by Daylight, which is Chucky, uh, which is going to be kind of crazy. It's going to be this little tiny thing running around coming after you uh, when you're trying to survive, um, uh, which I am really glad to see. That's really, really cool. I am not. OK, I am a fan of Chucky, but I'm not a fan of Chucky. Anything past the third movie. Anything past the third movie is dead to me. <laughs> uh, but yeah absolutely love like the character of Chucky is an amazing idea and I do like the the new one uh, Megan is actually really cool too but um you don't like the TV show no none of it the reason why is because the first three were serious like slasher movies I wouldn't say the first three dude no the first like I like Chucky but I would say like 
by the end of the first movie, it went from serious to incredibly goofy, stupid shit. Well, no, yeah, oh, wait, yes, but not to the point when the fourth movie came out. The fourth movie just started off on a level 11 of goofy stupidness, and I was like, I cannot take this. Dude, the third <laughs> one's the one where he follows the kid to the military. I know. That one was pretty terrible. Yeah, but, like, it was, like, super dark. Like, I can't imagine them approving a movie where they're giving kids real guns and shooting each other. <laughs> they weren't kids they were adults okay like, they he were... was in it he was like 19 20 well, so well, it was those teenagers but yeah it was it was supposed to be teenage um anyway but... yeah but military age is what i mean like, yeah 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 but uh they were 100 percent capable no i know but i'm saying like i don't see him making a movie like like the there was semi-seriousness to it as a slasher movie and then uh, when the fourth one came out they were like yeah let's forget about all the seriousness it's like you guys are not evil dead like i'm not here to watch this <laughs> like, <laughs> like I like Chucky, but realistically, it was kind of not serious from the start when you realize it's about a murder doll. I know, but that then, unless but, it catches you off guard, you can just kick the thing. Yeah, but then they start adding other murder dolls and like a whole civilization of murder dolls, and it's like, come on! I saw a short, and he was at the doctor's office being told he was dying. Oh, well, what the hell is it? What? What? <laughs> he was like, "Come on, tell me how it is, Doc." I'm like, "It's what? like, look, look, Chucky, you're not really a doll. <laughs> you just have a disease that makes you age quickly and shrink quickly. You'll be dead in a year." Oh Jesus! Because that's what they're. Like, what am I watching? What is this? Yeah, <laughs> it must um, be from and the they show. also forgot about how it was possessed by a creep by a guy after like the second one. Yeah, they yeah they forgot all about all the the old lore. Everything disappeared after the third one. I don't know what happened. But anyway, so that being said, I am glad to see him coming to Dead by Daylight. Dead by Daylight. I haven't played it in a while, but it is one of my favorite games. Um, But let's get into PS5. So the PS5 Slim is coming out. Uh, Multiple teardowns have already come out. Um, Even Lions Tech Tips did a full uh, teardown of it. Um, And for the most part, it is the exact same. Everything is the exact same, even... They're using liquid metal, so I was wrong about that. They're using the same kind of bridge, they, well, the little foam uh, pad thing that they used for the original one, the exact same size. Um, and what that tells us also is Is it that, the same motherboard? Uh, no, it's a revision of the same motherboard. Okay. It's the same motherboard, but it's a revision of it. Is it smaller? Slightly. Okay. Uh, not by much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but the one thing that a lot of people are confused by, and even Linus Tech Tips pointed this out, was that the die size didn't change. Mm-hmm. Um, because even every single model of PlayStation, when the slim version is came out, they went to a different nanometer, right? Yeah. They went to a smaller nanometer yeah. so that they get better performance, uh, and lower temperatures and nothing changed with that. So people are wondering why didn't they use a new, uh, a newer version of this chip that's smaller and more efficient mm-hmm. when they've done that on every single PlayStation up till, up till now. Why didn't they do that? Um, was there restrictions? Was there cost? Was there what was the what was the cause? Probably just trying to keep costs down so they can continue burying the competition, dude. No, I know, but why? Out of when you've gone through so many generations of PS Playstations, why all of a sudden on this one you don't do that to make that decision? Because the economy around the world is in the shitter because of bad leadership, dude. They got to find ways to cut cor- to keep costs down. Hmm. It's that simple. So, uh, the like, one, yeah, the one they thing, don't want to be Microsoft. They don't want to have an overpriced console that's not worth the cost. No, I know, I know. Um, 
Well, it's got the same hardware in it. It's about the same. It's it's the exact same hardware. There's no difference. Um, no, I'm talking about the Xbox. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but my point is <laughs> it's not worth the cost if you can buy the cheap one or buy a PlayStation. Yeah. That's the point. So they're trying to make sure that their price doesn't get out of hand because mm. then they'll make Microsoft look like a value-additive thing. If they're equal in price right now or close to it, with the exception of the S that only idiots are buying, I, I don't know why you're buying a, a GIMP box, yeah, but yeah. if you're looking at that thing and you're saying to yourself, well, PlayStation's now $100 more, I'm just going to get an Xbox. If they keep it close, they're going to go, yeah, maybe it's 50 bucks more. But this is still overall a way better value because PlayStation has better games. Well, the price didn't go up at all. It's well, the same price. Well, no, yeah, and that's the thing. Like Exactly. Yeah. So well, why would you – you wouldn't want to lower the price of your console. Well, no, they wouldn't – they're not – I mean, you wouldn't want to up the price. Sorry. No, but they have never upped the price when they've released the slim miles of the PlayStations either. Yeah, but they might have to. That's what I'm saying. Like the, the reason why they chose that is because they might have looked at it and went, if we change this, we'll have to up the cost. Like, it's not going to make it cheaper for us to do it. Mm. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah, probably just a cost analysis of we don't want to have to increase the price. No, or no. maybe it's keep this chip while maybe Microsoft is changing their chip in an upgrade soon. And Sony was like, if we keep this chip, we'll have access to more product to put on the shelves. And more product means we continue sell outselling our competition well, I, two I, to three to one. Yeah, but I, I, think, I think you're misunderstanding how I mean mis uh, changing the chip. So every PlayStation has changed the chip in the slim version, but it's the same. It's on the same architecture, but it's smaller and more efficient. So it runs better and can run all the same code. It just runs it better. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying maybe they found it would be more expensive to do that right now. Yeah, I or know. maybe they found that changing the chip would require would put them in a situation where they have trouble getting more chips that they need to make the system the the system. Well, well, none none, they, they none of the, the other shelf. generations had a, a economic fumble right now. <laughs> yeah, no, none of the other generations were anywhere near as bad. Not even the the 2010. Uh, terrible leadership crisis there with the economy was that bad like nothing is as bad as it is right now except for like the 70s so they're probably just being smart on their value yeah maybe that's possible um and you don't need more r&d for that yeah the one thing i yeah. found silly though is so okay i don't know if you know this so if you take the disk drive out of a playstation 5 okay mm -hmm. it will not run Yep. Okay. You can't take a place. You can't right now take a, a disc drive from another PS5 and put it on a place another PlayStation. It still will not run because they're they're synced to that. Thing. Yes. So this. So I was like, okay, maybe they got past this whole problem um, with the whole like being able to plug one in now. Mm -hmm. No. As soon as you actually attach one, you have to, you have to run software to sync it to that motherboard. Yeah. It's stupid. I'm like uh, that's PlayStation. You so basically you good, it, but then you disappoint me. So basically, you buy it and you you end up buying that disc drive later on down the road, and then you decide you don't want it and you can't, you can't get rid of it, which is stupid. That's e waste. Yeah, no, it is. But you should be able to resell it to someone else that wants it if you don't want. Oh it. no, buy, e -waste. Buy, buy, <laughs> buying that that drive should be cheaper to begin with. Oh yeah, no, I know, but it, should it be shouldn't resellable. be the same damn price. But it should be resellable. Oh, those are feet. Yeah, those are feet. Oh, he didn't know what they were on the, the Linus video. Oh, I didn't know you didn't know. Yeah, he's like, I don't know what these are. They may be for the D brand thing. Oh, no, they're for feet. So you can see it sideways like that. Oh, that's cool. 
Okay. I Which like is that. the way you should have it. That's how all my PlayStations are, actually. Along my entertainment yeah, center. I've never had anything I have, up. like, two through four, like, on my entertainment center, sideways. <laughs> uh, and the reason why I have two through four, because you can play PS1 games on your PS2, so. Well, that's like, I, 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 I have a Wii to play GameCube and a Wii U to play Wii. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> anyway. Um, but anyway, though, it does actually run more efficient, uh, in a sense. Okay, so it is the same exact thing, and it does have a... Close to the same size heatsink, which means it it's it's a smaller board and it's a smaller console, but it actually runs at the same exact amount of wattage mm-hmm. and the same amount of heat put output. So it is doing the exact same thing in a smaller form factor. So it isn't any more efficient or inefficient, I should say. Yeah, it's, it's just the, the same. same exact thing but smaller, and it has two USB C ports instead of just one now. Yeah, which is useful. Which is good for the the VR. VR, yes. Yeah. Very good for the VR. Okay. Wait, what do you mean? I have four USB ports. No. Um. It the so the PS5 has one USB C and one USB A. It has now two USB Cs instead of uh, USB A on the front. On the front instead of USB A. Okay. So, it's got four total USBs though, because it's got two in the back. Yeah. Those yeah. are USB A's though. Yeah. Uh, anyway. So. Under Microsoft, Blizzard may become more independent like it used to be. Mm, 100% not true. I'm I'm serious. 100% not true. All you have to do is look at the track record of all the other companies, and then you realize, like, for example, Turn 10, the only game Turn 10 made for 15 years is um, Forza. So, yeah, so many fans felt that Blizzard was becoming drowned out with the corporate hierarchy and the coupled with the Activision Blizzard lawsuits that sprung up in the 2021s. Faith in the company was at an all-time low. <laughs> um, and this is by, I don't know who this quote is by. It doesn't say. Uh, and whoever the hell this person is. Mike Spencer? Uh, uh, Spencer? I'll call anyway. the Twitter moron because... What the reality was, most people didn't care. Like that stuff is all terrible, but the people playing Blizzard games didn't care. Their their player base didn't drop. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the only people complaining about all that stuff were the were the Twitter activists that complain about everything. Yeah, Mike Yabara. Mike Yabara. I don't know who he is. Anyway, um, I think the way Spencer approaches building teams and focusing on culture and enabling creative freedom is going to give Blizzard a lot more of the sense of being an independent studio than ever before. I don't think so, guy. I think you live in a pipe Dude, dream. <laughs> the, the, the hilarious part about that is that that Spencer Spencer has not built a successful team in ten years, but they're still saying this. No, I know, I know. It's yeah. Ugh. They 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 don't have a single studio in that company that has had a hit other than halo and gears and forza in like 15 years and he and they're like you know he's a great job at building teams what (laughs) teams the same teams they've had for fucking 20 years (laughs) oh like i don't want to sound like a dick but from a realistic point of view these people are absolutely crazy on this front yeah. So yeah, the so obviously it's right now it's actually Blizzard business as usual over at Blizzard, uh, unveiling the immediate future for the store for the fans. Uh, Diablo 4's first expansion pack titled "Vessels of Hatred," um, three heroes for Overwatch two, um, and the start of the 
World Soul Saga for World of Warcraft. Um, an ambitious story that will span three expansions, starting with the War Within. Uh, Blizzard has done much to regain the trust of its audience uh, participation. Yeah, with the way of Dragonfight was handled. Well, in Dragon Dragonflight. Dragonflight. Yeah, sorry. Uh, Dragonflight is not is not what he's saying it is. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Again, this is this is what I mean. Like ninety, I would say seventy percent of the player base is on is on classic and wrath, mm -hmm. and like thirty percent is on retail. Like the retail servers are are really in a bad spot. They haven't recovered anything with Dragonflight, which is depressing because you know me. I like I play Warcraft. I like Warcraft. Yeah, yeah. So, Nothing's improved. So this other article actually links to that article uh, that I posted because we're talking about the same thing. So Blizzard addresses the possibility of a new StarCraft. Um, so after Microsoft uh, recorded. Breaking acquisition of Activision Blizzard after Microsoft's record breaking record breaking Microsoft record breaking acquisition of Activision Blizzard. Uh, Blizzard's head Mike Yabara hints at a potential for the future of StarCraft. Uh, the president of the Blizzard Entertainment has hinted at the potential return of the beloved real-time strategy. <laughs> so, I mean, yes, that would be great. I think it should have already been in the works ages ago. The problem is we have none of the original creators now work for Blizzard at all. They've all founded their own companies now. Um, yeah, re realistically, if you're a fan of, of StarCraft, you are not excited about this announcement. No, you cringe. Yes, because uh, and uh, again, I know people call me a fanboy. Go ahead. I know. I know. I come fanboy. off that way. But when it comes to this, wah, 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 fanboy. <laughs> hang on, I'm going to give you an actual legitimate problem, and it it pisses me off because all these fanboys who don't actually play these games are pushing for this stupid shit. You see people on Twitter that are like, oh, yeah. can we get can we get um uh World of Warcraft on, on Xbox? Do no. you know what World of Warcraft is? I have a 12 button mouse. I have 17 other keybinds <laughs> other than the 12 buttons on my mouse. Yeah, exactly. If you want this game on Xbox, that means they have to dumb it down to work on a controller. Yeah. And then it's no longer World of Warcraft. You want StarCraft on work on on Xbox, oh, I get StarCraft on Xbox. Oh. They'll have to dumb it down. It won't be StarCraft anymore. Yeah, just tell them to go they, play. They could make keybinds on the controller. Oh, no, no, this is like, what I dude, saw. Dude, it. It's called Age of Empires 4. Guess what? Age of Empires 4 bombed and not many people are playing it. Yeah, I'll say that too. But if you really want to see what StarCraft would be like, go play StarCraft on N64. And we're going to get into N64 in a minute. Uh, but, it, it, it was like, terrible. Oh, was it? I it was terrible. Yes, I just know. Keybinds, but, no, but you can't. You can't. Like, I don't even use keybinds on StarCraft. I use I, I'm bad at it. I use a couple of group binds. That's it. But most pros and most average players, people brought like silver and up, use like 25 keybinds. Yeah, and then they have their keyboards. Like if you ever watch like some uh, pros, because all their keybinds, they don't want to accidentally hit another key. They rip all those other switches out. Well, then this so, off the keyboard. Here we go. Microsoft, look at the right camera. <laughs> if you come out with StarCraft or Warcraft, you need to make a keyboard that comes with the game. Yeah, and yes, it doesn't have to be mechanical. Okay, okay. See, that your argument would be sound, except for one small problem. What's they that? can't convert these games over and then say you have to have a keyboard because then no one will buy it. Well, that, no, right? no. Here's well, here's the deal. <clears throat> you have you can get it with that keyboard if you if you don't want to use a keyboard, you don't have to. But you have to suffer with the terrible controls. 
That's your but choice. Here's the problem. The fanboys will have to dumb the game down for people who don't want to use. They'll the they'll have to dumb they'll they'll have to dumb them down just because of the Care Bears. No, they'll have to dumb them down. Have you? Did you not see? Forget about dumb them down. I've I've I played tried, Final Fantasy fourteen on a console, so Final Fantasy fourteen was built from the ground up to use a controller. That's the yeah. Point. The, that's the easy. Wow, was it? Yeah, that's yes, it was. Because I only the original I only version was on PS four. Uh, I know. The original version of, of Final Fantasy fourteen is PS4. Is it? Yeah. Yes, they built yeah, that game ground up. Maybe even PS3. But they built that game from yeah, the ground PS3, up to use PS. a controller. Yeah, it was That's made for... the entire point of that game. I played that on the 360, but yeah. Yeah, those games. But we're talking about like... If you're talking about Final Fantasy um, eleven, that's a different story. That game... That game didn't have the kind of movement that WoW has. Like, WoW was more like an action game with tab targeting. Yeah, they they tried mm. to make Final Fantasy XI like a console based MMO that didn't work out. It was pretty terrible. So yeah, I, I played it for a little. And while. And when I say dumbed down, what I'm trying to point out is Halo Wars. They they made okay. Halo Wars with a controller in mind on Xbox, uh -huh. and it is a average at best RTS because it had to be simplified. They built it around a controller, and because they built it around a controller, there was no meta built in it. There was no like like the game went from release to no one playing it within months because let me guess that's that's a game that ben loved i don't know he probably like, liked it but you can do this okay so it can be done this is okay but the problem is nowadays though okay all right so they did so okay i originally played command and conquer on a console okay mm -hmm. okay and then i eventually played it on a pc and i was like why did i ever play this on a console holy crap <laughs> um yeah you have to understand that like um Great, I forgot what I was gonna say. Oh yeah, it it's kind of like the current problem with World of Warcraft now. They've dumbed down the as the class aspects so much that you don't keep a hardcore, and you have to have a hardcore base on your game mm -hmm. because the hardcore base is the the thing that like keeps innovating your gameplay for you. Yeah, it's kind of like how if you look at League of Legends, it's been around forever. That's because the entire meta and how the game is played is dictated by the player base. They're the ones determining what, um, what is popular and what's not, and how the game is played. You you have to build a meta for your game when it's something like a strategy game. And if you dumb it down, and there's no one trying to, there's no one trying to figure out tactics like build orders. Because why would well, you have a build order? Apparently, if so apparently none of these Xbox fanboys know what StarCraft is. So what's it matter? <laughs> well, no, that's my point. That's my point. They want what they want is for them to destroy a classic game that everybody loves because not because they want the game because they don't know what it is and they don't play it me and nate play starcraft we want a starcraft 3 they don't they just want it so they can go on twitter and brag and say look at these five new games that xbox has xbox rules sony and nintendo can die yeah but what i am not... willing to destroy a game like StarCraft and World of Warcraft for that bragging right. Yeah, but I'm not looking... When I'm looking for a new StarCraft, I'm looking at Snow Giant right now because they're working on their RTS and they said yeah. that it's going to have hints of StarCraft in it because it's all the original creators. Uh, so I don't care what the hell they make. That's not StarCraft to me. Like, the, they may make it's a StarCraft, be like but it won't the be Sims. Any, It won't What's be any yeah, good. Yeah, the Sims are dead. That's not Sims and to me. To make it even worse, they probably won't even have... um the um what do you call it uh the korean scene online on on board 
And without the Korean scene, that means you don't have a again, you don't have a pro scene. And without a pro scene, you don't have legal. You uh, don't have World a game. Yeah, you're I mean, you die. don't have a Starcraft. Yeah, it's an because Starcraft it's is an all about that. It's an esport game. Yeah, it needs to be. Anyway, uh, but yeah, so he says there's home and there's room for a possible sequel now that he feels that obviously like we were saying before that uh, they're going to have a lot more openness to do what they want now that Microsoft is in charge. But I think they're sadly mistaken. But we will see. No, they they are 100. All of the studios will be working on the money-making games and yeah. probably budget games for Game Pass. Yeah. Okay. And a lot more mobile, because apparently all of a sudden there's like four new mobile games coming out of Blizzard uh, <laughs> after Microsoft bought them. They they announced them. There's like another call. There's a new Call of Duty mobile come in. Yeah. The, like they, be, the reason why is because Candy Crushes are still their most lucrative game to date. It, people are in for a rude awakening about what's going to happen with Microsoft. So. Microsoft's got the taste. Yeah, but anyway, so <laughs> that, that being said, you, know, you, know the joke? you eat human flesh and then you get the taste for human flesh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, they got the taste. They got the taste of like, we can make a ton of money off of scamming people with budget games, and you're gonna see that apply a lot in all of their games. Instead of they got the power, it's they've got the taste. So anyway, I, I'm serious. You, you're making fun of me, but I guarantee <laughs> it. The people on here who call me a fanboy, I get you have no idea. It's how it happens with all companies that go down this road. There was a time when Activision just made good games. Uh, and then one day they got the Call of Duty taste. Okay. And they realized how much money they could make off Call of Duty. Uh, let's get and into there you it. Go. So we have a new segment here, and if anybody listening to this podcast, if you don't know, we do have a Patreon. The link will be in the description of this podcast if you want to go become an agent of tech and help us build our studio out. You're more than welcome to head over there. Um, so, and I think it's, I want to say, $3? Yeah, $3 a month. So it's the only tier. Uh, it won't be till later on, till we have more time, more ability to make more videos, more stuff more frequently, and that requires more building of content and stuff like that, and more requires more money. So, yeah, that being said, if you want to help us out, go ahead over to Patreon, um, and you might get more segments like the one we're about to do in a longer format, which will be kind of cool. So, we're going to get into the N64 days, and this will be a normal segment on the podcast from now on, uh, where we're going to talk about uh, retrospective in gaming past. Uh, so, N64... So we're going to start at the beginning. So N64 came out, and I remember um, ages ago, well, I'll get into it, because me and Grim have a similar story, because obviously we're friends. Uh, I wouldn't say we're friends. <laughs> um, we rented an N64 uh, from Blockbuster. What? I never rented a console. I want, always wanted to, but I just never did. Yeah. Because I ended up getting them in another so, way. Because me and Grim, <laughs> obviously, we had to wait for like Christmas money and everything else to be able to buy the console mm -hmm. um, on Christmas. But it came out before then. Um, and me and Grim actually rented an N64. Wow. Uh, and we rented it with Wave Race and Mario 64. <laughs> so I'll be, I'll be more excited when we get to the good games. With me... Like the ones I, I had a what did I have? I ended up buying a PlayStation instead of Good the choice. 64. However, that's because my stepfather had the Nintendo 64 that I would go to oh okay New Haven to to go play at the time yeah. when my parents were dating, where my stepfather and my mother were dating, and uh, I used to go up in the room and play. And he got he had uh, Mario Kart, uh, Star. He had Star Fox. I'm like looking at the list here. Uh, and he had Mario. All right. And it was just 
so different compared to like the earlier system. Yeah, because it's, like, it's full 3D games. Like, and th- then I, like he had, I would play the 64 there, and then that's when I went and bought the PlayStation because his mother worked for Cop USA. So yeah, I think I think I got like some kind of discount. Oh, so that was cool. Uh, and the only thing I had for the PlayStation was that that disc that came with it. You know, yeah, I know, like the, the demo disc. The demo disc. Hey, I played the hell. Flash demo was great. <laughs> uh, I played uh, EA games. Yep. or whatever. <laughs> it was like downhill skateboarding or something. But the beef. EA games downhill company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um... everything they make is on the way downhill. <laughs> but the, the the biggest thing like I remembered is just is the music. Like every time the games opened, it was there's just this like Wave Race sixty four. Yeah, it always or whatever it was. They, they tried to give like an arcade Wave feel. Race, the girl um, the dolphins. Because, Wave Race was great, man. Yeah, yeah that's like we rented. It. We ended up playing Mario, but we mostly played Wave Race. Yeah, because uh, it was it was a really fun game, and it reminded because the big game in the arcade at the time was that game Hydro Thunder. Oh yep yep yep. Yeah, so <laughs> it was it was a lot of fun. Um and. It was like, I don't know, it felt, even the controllers were very questionable at the time. You were like, oh, this is really cool. Uh, but they were definitely questionable. <laughs> well, according to RGT85, you play it like this, and you just manhandle it with that thumb. Realistically, rather the, than hold it in the middle. controllers were terrible. Yeah, they, they were terrible. I understand that. They, they, were, they were terrible controllers. Yeah, they were terrible. Um, so I enjoyed them until we played again 20 years later. <laughs> I had no problem with them back in the day. No problem at all. Uh, but now I'm like, what? Yeah, no, because, this because, is not how I played this game. Yeah, because you got used to it. Um, but yeah, obviously I ended up getting up and I ended up buying, obviously getting money for Christmas and I bought it N64 and I bought three games of it. I bought Mortal Kombat. I bought Mario 64 and Cruising USA. Oh, Cruising USA. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so now I have a new one for Switch. <laughs> yeah, the Cruising USA yeah. World or whatever. Cruising USA was big in the arcade right before that. And oh, like, yeah. holy shit, there's a console release of it. I played the hell out of that game because I used to be go bowling every week. Oh, yep, yep. When I was a kid, I was in a bowling league and I would make sure I had a few quarters just to play that game. Yeah, they headed <laughs> over to Alley Cats. Yeah, oh, man. Man, I miss bowling. <laughs> you can go bowling with Jeff anyway. <laughs> I'm all set. <laughs> Eddie. Uh, but yeah, no. And then obviously years, da- like the years passed. And um, this is when we were becoming like older teenagers. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and getting together like after work, we were all driving and stuff like that. Um, and me and Grim, because we used to play GoldenEye as it was. Right. Already. I seem to remember this way more than you because you're missing a very important game name that came out before Goldeneye. Which game? The Japanese version of uh, WCW versus NWO before oh, it yeah, came yeah, out yeah. Yeah, as yeah. that. Yeah. We spent like yes. three months on perpetual freaking, um, what do you call it? Rent. Of the game. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You rented a Japanese game? Yeah, there was a place that would rent Japanese games. Yeah, it was games. pretty oh, that's easy cool. to follow along, dude. That's cool. Yeah, uh, there was there what was, was it called though. There was there was a shop that was like right down in Westerly, and the guy the owners were very weeaboos. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was I forget, great. I forget what it was read... called. It, but it, essentially, <laughs> when it came out over here, it was NWO versus WCW. But at the time in Japan, it was just wrestle. Uh, it was some sort of Japanese wrestling game, but it was dope. Yeah, it, it was. It, it's basically what invented, uh, no, uh. 
everything that is that game mm-hmm. which became like, like wwe 2000 and then eventually uh no mercy yeah okay um so yeah no we played the hell of that and then obviously like i said the we started playing goldeneye and then we started playing goldeneye so much we started making our like we configured our own rules to like one hit kills and everything else and it became such an obsession like we got everybody one of our friends involved at Grimm's house like usually it was every weekend everybody was there we even Grimm made a tournament board on his wall yeah we, we kept track of the kills <laughs> and all that shit and since we were all potheads at the time we would fuck, uh, chip in to buy bud and well, get no, high it, and play Goldeneye all night and well it was a routine I remember like normally on like a Friday or Saturday I'd go get food uh, usually I'd grab our friend Eric uh, also bring him because I'd pick him up on the way and we usually go to Burger King or like 30 freaking rodeo cheeseburgers. I was obsessed with them at the time. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then we just sit and fucking play Goldeneye for like ever. It seemed like, um, and Goldeneye was this thing like perfect dark came out and yeah, we played that for a while, but it didn't have the hype, even though it was a better game. It didn't have the hype and the surrounding because things had changed. People had changed, uh, by then. Um, and but- we, we should also point out that we were incredibly stupid. So when we played one hit kill mode, it was turbo one hit kill with like the RPC nineties and like, yeah, all, all the automatic the- weapons. And then when you it- got the one hit kill, you had to slap that person. In real and life, then, in real life, I kill you. The fun we had with that shit because, like, all of us had our own favorite thing. So, yeah. like, I was cocky prick boy, so I would run around with dual Dostabis instead of yeah. uh, submachine guns, which are the two hand the handguns with eight rounds in each clip on turbo mode. I, I would purposely play the scientist, right? Uh-huh. There's a reason because he matched the freaking because, wall. Well, <laughs> I, I, no, there's two reasons. Okay, technically, I matched the wall, and she was slightly shorter than the average character. Most people would shoot over your head. Oh, Just slightly. Yeah, that's right. Um, and it wasn't like odd job. Odd job you knew was short. Mm-hmm. So you knew to aim, but she was just slightly, so you got confused. It was it, I man, it was it's so much fun. So when when these games were out, uh, I was in a band. I was in a rock band. Yeah. And we either played in uh practice in this kid's basement and then we eventually uh one of the kids' fathers had, like had this like workshop, yeah. off, like out somewhere, and uh, he was a you know a mason, and uh, he never used it. So we that's where we had a band practice, and then we we got a rug, we got a couch in there, we set up a TV, and we'd be playing like games and stuff yeah. by like Super Nintendo and Nintendo sixty four, and we played I don't know if it was Turok or Turok two, uh-huh. but we were playing multiplayer, four player or whatever, and everybody's getting guns and stuff. I was just like meleeing everybody with like a like a whatever the melee weapon was there's like axes stuff it was twerk yeah 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 all it's all it was and i was own in face between that and the cerebral oh, weapon geez. thing and just eating their brains but like they're like how i was like just i i could not be stopped it was we, hilarious yeah we got briefly into we were playing like hexen and stuff also, Jackson oh, yeah. was cool, but we like, couldn't. Me and Grim were the only ones that were semi good at it. Everybody else like hated it. Yeah, it's a it's a weird <laughs> game. Jackson was one. That game did not run well on that system. And two, uh-huh. that game is a better idea now. And that's because, and I'm going to sound like a broken record. A Hexen Battle Royal would be dope. Yeah, it would. It'd be cool. <laughs> um, um, you know, then there was Star Fox Wave Race was. 
it, it like I said, it's about the music when it comes to like some games. And yeah, that, that wave race playing it just calmed me. You know, I was yeah. like, and wave race sixty four, and you're like, ah, I'm driving with the dolphins. You know, yeah, and then Ocarina of Time. Yeah, um, what year was Ocarina of Time? Was that two thousand? Yeah, right. Click on what year. This is. GameStop. You're on GameStop. Of course, I'm on GameStop. <laughs> I want to say uh, Ocarina of Time was 2000. It came out. I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah. So, uh, and I that as this like, Ocarina, yeah. Uh, distinct memory of playing Ocarina of Time, like, uh, because of, oh, did you go buy it? 98. Oh, it was 98. Oh well. Yeah. 98. Okay. Um, was that Japan or was that USA? Both. It came out at the same time. Yeah, eleven twenty one ninety eight Japan, December eleventh EU. I, I'm guessing November twenty first or twenty third. Twenty third. Yeah. Yeah. Something North like America. Yeah. So North America. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty third. Hmm. Anyway. Um, but yeah, I remember, uh, one of the things that so I played through Ocarina of Time over and over again, right? Mm-hmm. Loved Ocarina of Time. Um, and I remember like, I was mad cause I was playing, I wasn't mad. It was cool, but it wasn't, I was annoyed. I guess you could say I had to go to, I didn't have to go, but I wanted to go because my friends are there too. Uh, I was like near the end when I was first beating Ocarina of Time. Oh, uh, but there was a Christmas party at my work, uh, that this, the place was closed down for the Christmas party, which was cool. Um, but yeah, I was like, oh, I want to play more. <laughs> like, I was like annoyed, but it was cool that the like it was it was neat. But like, and I played through it so many times, and I have a distinct memory of when I finally did like every single thing in the game, like found every secret, all that stuff, and then I finally beat it. Uh, was on my twenty first birthday. Like I beat it already. I mean, beating it with everything, like finding every little yeah, secret, yeah. every little nook and cranny was uncovered. I hundred percent that game like to no end. Uh, on my 21st birthday and then chugged a giant bottle of Papa vodka and it regretted it immensely the next day. <laughs> <laughs> I play, I rented that game. I rented Zelda uh, and uh, I got to the, the weird, um, the town in the desert. Oh, yep. And that's when it, when I returned it. <laughs> so oh. that's as far as I got. And then, you know, years later, I ended up getting it for on the, uh, on the GameCube there. Okay. Yep. And between me and Woody, we played the the hell out of it. Oh yeah. Like yeah. once a year, we went and replayed it. So. Yeah. And then obviously, a couple where of that years, disc went, I don't fucking know. <laughs> a couple of years, Majora's Mask came down. Obviously, after Hated that, that game. it was hard. Yeah, but it was I, a lot of fun though. I did not like that. No, I, that I, game I, wasn't I, hard. It was just stupid. I didn't understand it. Like it made no sense. I'm like, damn it, the day's over again. Jesus Christ. But I, yeah, like that. I, that idea was terrible. Yeah. I didn't like um, it. I do have to say though. Uh, the hardest game for me uh, to beat was Turok One and Two. Those games were so hard. I don't when think you got I to ever the played levels. the actual game. Like I could beat Goldeneye, like no problem. Any other first person, I beat Hexen. That's no problem. Yeah, I beat Goldeneye. But like Turok, when you get near the end, they made the bad guys almost like stupidly hard to beat. <laughs> oh, it was like ridiculous. I didn't like Turok. Turok was terrible, dude. People pretended that game was good, but it was not good. The idea was I cool. Could... Yeah. But. Like everything about that game, it was like, oh, here comes the multiplayer for Turok. Oh, it's shit. Never mind. <laughs> but we also got like the Smash Brothers, first Smash Brothers on the N64, which, I, which was really good. The funny thing is, I 
never heard of that until it came out for the GameCube. Oh yeah, we used to like, like what's Smash Brothers? Oh, that's what that is. Oh, yeah. okay. and that was me and Grim used to play, and we pull other people into playing it after the Golden Eye phase. Um, but it wasn't like a big. Not everybody was into it. Yeah. Um, but the next big thing that really took off that and we got everybody into was WWE 2000. What about Mario Kart? Mario Kart was big, but it wasn't like a group event. Oh, really? Mario, yeah. um, when, it was for me. We all played Mario Kart. To, it was no, insane. you have to understand. When we were in school, the people we knew were fake. And but what I mean by that <laughs> is that they all had to pretend to be. No, I'm, I'm dead yeah, serious. Yeah, you're you you Let's put it this way, dude. If I ran into all the kids from A Town, oh my god, I run into them all the time. I run into them all the time. I would literally spit on every one of them and tell them what kind of pieces of shit they were. <laughs> because almost all of them were terrible people, and they all pretended to be super cool. So, like, if you said, "Hey, let's play Mario Kart," they'd be like, "That shit for kids," and they wouldn't play it. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Um... And, and some of them weren't, but like a lot of them were just sellout jokes. I used to be good friends with Joe. You remember Joe? Yeah. Bo? Yeah. That kid used to come over to my house every day, every single day to play to play Soul Calibur. Then one day he just stopped hanging out with me. Why? Oh, because someone he knew said I wasn't cool anymore. Yeah. yeah. I saw Bo like a couple of years ago. I haven't seen him in a while, though. Yeah. I mean, um, they used to call him Machacho. Piece of crap. He I, beat his girlfriend. I see him all the time. I, I see him all the time. He always shops. Um, anyway, but I played, I, we played the hell out of Mario Kart. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, but no, like we couldn't get like, it was a group, we wanted a group thing. So like W2000 was like, okay, this is like the best wrestling game that's ever been made. Mm-hmm. Let everybody loved it when they learned how to play it. What do you have an experience with WWE 2000? I never played them. I never, never played, played them. them. Not until you guys. I never oh, played it, dude. You're weak as hell. <laughs> I, I never played wrestling games. I wasn't into wrestling. I'm not into wrestling at all. I, I it's not, not about being in the wrestling, dude. I don't think I ever played them. Oh. I um, really don't. It's about being into the most complete, amazing combat sport in the world known as a video game. Yeah. Like, I only played them on, like, you know, Sega. Yeah. The, the wrestling games. I don't think I, I don't recall ever playing them on a console on I'm like not, 64 or anything. It, I don't know. It's like, it's sad to say it's, it's one of those weird things, but like Mario Kart, like I love Mario Kart. I absolutely freaking love Mario Kart. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was one of those games. Like I only played with like my girlfriend uh-huh. kind of thing. See, <laughs> I still lived at home. I played with my family. Oh, we, we weren't playing. We weren't playing wrestling. I, oh. We were not. In, I never got into wrestling. Oh. Like I said, it's it, it, the, the game was more about like, you start, you're like, oh, it's wrestling, whatever. But when you realize that, like, the the fighting mechanics of it were the best in the around, even better than most fighting games. That's what, Wait, what which, got you hooked on which it. which what sucks is that AEW game is kind of meh. I heard it was really good, but I haven't played it. The the creative characters terrible. Games. That that's going to improve though. Hopefully, it's it's going to be one of those games that improves over time. Yeah, yeah. Um, right now. Uh, yeah, it's but it's, the funny thing is, I did like. I'm like looking at this list. I did like Mission Impossible. I don't know why. I never played that, but I really enjoyed that game because I really you... enjoyed the first movie. Oh, okay. And so, like that game, I don't know. I just have good memories playing that. I because most of the most of the games I ever played, we had to rent. Yeah, if anything. So that's why, like, geez, Mike Piazza had a game. Uh, but like, yeah. So like. Mortal yeah, Kombat Mythologies. My, my, my video game is shit baseball. I did buy the Mortal Kombat <laughs> Mythology Zero, Sub-Zero. That was a fun game. It's, it was shit, technically. I've played it since, and it's shit. But it was a fun game at the time. 
Oh yeah, it, 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 <laughs> I was. It, it, it's just it, they did what freaking uh, Wolverine did. Uh, uh, X Men. Yes. X Men Legends Wolverine the movie. There, they never did anybody else. No, there was no uh, Magneto. Nope, th- nothing like that. But they had the 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 Wolverine. This just like this World Combat Mythology Sub Zero. They never had a no a Scorpion. You know, it but was yeah. Ugh. More I Combat trilogy. I I really enjoyed. But like, so now like so obviously No Mercy came out had the same effect. Uh, as WWE 2000, but this is the difference. So W No Mercy, this is how long it went. No Mercy, we played characters, we had characters forever. We made characters, you made moves in that game. It was like super elaborate, and those characters like stayed on my cart forever. I had of No Mercy, and Grim had a whole another set on his cart that we played for years. Um, so and it got to the point where. We were still playing, though we would have nights, everybody over at my house at the point uh, when I was married, and we were all playing No Mercy. <laughs> um, yeah. We, we played uh, uh, Bomberman, too. Bomberman 64 was kind of good. Um, his name was God. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the reason why he was God <laughs> was because he was, um, his comma rate was mid, but whenever I was like, on the verge of going down, like being killed, he would string counters together and it was almost impossible to kill. We had a belt. We won't name the name of it because it's not correct. It's not a good name, but he held that belt for like three years. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 40 man over the top battle Royal. He held it for three years. And the only reason why I lost it was because the game cheated me. (laughs) And you, you laugh, but I remember that night because me and Tulsa almost got into a fight about it, but uh, basically, we did a 40-man battle royal. I kept all of my people, so I had all four of my characters alive. At the end, Twizzle had one character left, and when he came in and eliminated that one character, it ended without letting me use my other three characters. Yeah. And I was like, excuse me? That that means it was a 37-man battle royal. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Where are the other three men? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but I have, like... like like that was like the history of like N64, but there was some like outliers. Like we played Starcraft on N64. It was okay. It was split screen, but it was kind of terrible. Uh, the same thing with like um, Command and Conquer. Like I bought Command it and Conquer. It was a great introduction. Yeah, I bought Command and Conquer on N64. It was fun to play, but it was kind of terrible. <laughs> um, but it was, yeah. yeah. The, the the real world for for Command and Conquer was uh, oh, hooking PC. up to to um to PS uh PS well PC yeah but like we could have some fun with hooking up two PlayStation we, we did we at Grimsack like, we, we used, had a lot of fun with that we used to actually hook up two Playstations uh and two CRT TVs back to back and play Command and Conquer against each other hmm. yeah it was yeah. fun. So that's all the time we have for this topic. Yes. <laughs> but we will come back to this. Yeah, we could do a longer format of these subjects in a podcast, possibly in the future. But if you want to see that, if you want to know about it, let us know. And also subscribe over at our Patreon, which there'll be a link to in the description of this podcast. There's descriptions in podcasts? Yes. Oh, cool. There's a huge... I'm, I'm, I write like a parrot, like a book. I don't know where you uh, where you <laughs> the basic thing is on. I don't have an Apple. It's on, every, it's on gonna, anywhere you I'm find podcasts. You guys. All right, everybody. So this has been gaming, and obviously this has been the first retrospective topic we've done. Hope you've enjoyed it. We're going to move on to technology, but before we do that, 
we are going to talk about our sponsor and lovely Dorking Podcast Network. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds Coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds Coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. Hey kids! It's time to check out the Dorkening Podcast Network. With over 30 podcasts that encompass everything from horror to video games to comic books, and so much more, you're bound to find the shows for your taste. Whether it be Nerds of Unusual Origin, That Strange Show, Retro Red Octopus, Splash Paces, Throwdown Thursday, The Horror Squad, Still Token With, my god man, I can't read all of these. So just feel free to play and experiment with the Dorkening Podcast Network. There are over 30 shows chock full of nerdy goodness to sink your ears into. And they're all available on Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, and wherever fine podcasts are broadcast. Are you a fan of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle comic books? Then Epic Tales from the Sewers is a podcast for you. We cover the comic books, video games, movies, cartoons, and anything else turtle-related. We talk about the toys, we talk about the cereal, we talk about all the fun things about turtles that we love so much. So give a listen. You can find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and more. Check out Epic Tales from the Sewers, part of the Epic Airways podcast network give a listen dudes cowabunga is this podcast for you do you like retro video games 80s and 90s toys and have a love for nostalgia hi i'm russ lyman what's up guys i'm jay the nes addict welcome to the weekly warp pipe jump into the warp pipe with us and go back to revisit all the awesome things from our childhood that's right every week we discuss something new like the hardest nes games or what it's like to get prizes out of cereal boxes what our top 10 toys were <laughs> battle beast no dude it was ninja turtles oh yeah Cowabunga. So be sure to check out theweeklywarpipe.com for more info. And we're proud to be a part of the Dorkening Podcast Network. That's right. You can join us every Saturday at 7 a.m. for new episodes anywhere you listen to podcasts. Or catch the video version on YouTube at the Weekly Warpipe channel. That's the Weekly Warpipe every Saturday at 7 a.m. The Weekly Warpipe. And welcome back. We are going to get in technology and pop culture, and we have some trailers like the new Ghostbusters trailer came out. Also, getting some more stories about AI. Uh, one of the big ones I'm really excited about is the Zelda movie, and the final Beatles song ever made has just came out. It's really cool. I'm getting the whole making of it, which was a really, really neat story. Um, but before any of that, we're going to get into what we've been watching, uh, what we've been checking out in the pop culture scene, and what we've been doing. And Grim, I want to talk about something he was watching. Oh, yes. So, um, 
last night, uh, was it maybe, no, it was probably Sunday night. Me and Aaron sat back and we watched the final episode of Attack on Titan. Okay. And I'm not afraid to admit that I was bawling my eyes out by the end of that fucking shit. Attack on Titan is probably one of the top five animes I've ever seen. And that ending, that entire season was amazing. And that ending was absolutely astounding. Like, I'm not going to give spoilers because I know a lot of people haven't seen it yet. But if you are a fan of Attack on Titan, you need to get caught up and you need to finish that series. Because it was phenomenal. It was an hour and a half and I would say... An hour and fifteen minutes of it was pure on nonstop action. Oh wow! Because they had already laid all the cards on the table, all the story was ready, except for the last bit, the last like, you know what? Maybe an hour and ten, because the last twenty minutes was like the goodbye end kind of stuff that you do in a show. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, other than that, Graham. Yeah, other than that, man, um, you know, I tried to watch some of Warrior, but they've ruined Warrior for me, which I was really excited to watch. Uh, I don't want to watch it. You know how, like, the the problem with TV shows nowadays, and forget all the wokery bullshit, but just the idea of, like, every time they introduce a character, if they're not a character they plan on villainizing and getting rid of, they have to f- expand everything for them. So by the time you get to like the third season of the show, there's 42 characters and the people you started watching the show for get no screen time. Yeah, but that's basically what happened with Warrior. Like every episode has maybe 10 minutes of the main character and the rest is a bunch of shitty side characters no one cares about. Yeah, yeah. So they ruined that show for me. Um, I watched the trailer for Shogun. Did you watch the trailer for Shogun? Oh, okay. So, okay, real quick. So let's get into this. So I watched the trailer for Shogun. Uh, I was super impressed with the authenticity of the period. So they got everything right for the, so if you notice in the shot, uh, where the, all the, uh, where I think I'm guessing they were samurai, uh, were sitting in that room and, uh, the girl was in front. So that was a hundred percent accurate because today the traditional way to sit in Japan is the Saison. Uh, which the only person you saw doing that was the woman because she was in the middle of the ritual, um, which is yeah. which is proper for the time because it wasn't till the Meiji era when the Meiji government was trying to push that the proper way to sit in period was seizan, uh, which is now how normal Japanese people sit. And they were sitting cross-legged. I was like, oh, they know what they're doing. And if you listen to the dialect, that's older Japanese dialect. That's not current Japanese dialect. I was yeah. like, oh, man, this is going to be freaking good. And it's... it's My- Oh. My only concern is the channel it's on because there's a good chance that it will like not get enough views. Um, it's on Hulu, but it, yeah. I believe it didn't it have a Netflix thing too. No, it's only I on mean, Hulu. Netflix. Not um, uh, not Netflix. Um, FX. No, it's on Hulu. Um, it's on, and for everybody it's probably knows, on both. It's well, on both. no, okay, Hulu so no, is, FX is Hulu too. Oh, technically, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Hulu, but yeah. anywhere, and obviously, everybody doesn't know. Hulu, obviously, stuff comes out for us on Hulu like that, but anything like that comes out in Hulu for us comes out in Disney Plus and other parts of the country. Yeah. In other parts of the world, sorry. Yeah, um, yeah but, but Disney Disney Plus is on its way out, dude. <laughs> no, like, saying, I don't know how to tell you. I don't but, know how to tell you this, dude. But they just signed a deal to be on for Disney Plus to to be combined with uh with Hulu. It is combined. You with don't Hulu. do. 
They what? own. They own. Hulu. They own both of them. The reason why they do no, that, they, they put I mean, adult content. I just saw it on Twitter, dude. No, no, I'm saying, but they They're, own. They own them both. What they do in America right now is they put the adult content on Hulu, and they put the rest of the content on Disney Plus, and that's how they do it. In everywhere else in the world, they just put it all on Disney Plus. That's why if you look up the trailer for Shogun, okay. it's, it says so Disney let me, Plus. Uh, let me shut you down. Disney Plus and Hulu are merging. As of now, they're merging. The reason why they're merging is because Disney Plus has a bad, really bad subscription problem, and they're trying to bolster their subscriptions by merging with Hulu. No, no, but I'm saying, like, if you look up Shogun trailer, you'll see most of the trailers, because it's most everywhere else in the world that comes out in Disney Plus, you'll see Disney Plus trailers for it. Uh, but if you look up American trailers, it's Hulu trailer. You just made me more worried about it then. Um, so Because Disney, Disney is the kiss of death, death right now, dude. Um, All of their shows are bombing. So, Please tell me they're not going to ruin the only awesome Japanese show. And if anybody doesn't know, so uh, what it seems like this show is being based on is, if anybody doesn't know, the first people to show up on Japanese shores were the Pork G's, and they crashed. They were a shipwreck, and they got taken off. They got taken prisoner. What were they called? Portuguese. Tooken? Portuguese? Portuguese, Portuguese okay. what he said. Portuguese. That's, he said Portuguese. That's, what, I'm, that's Portuguese, what I was saying. Right? I'm like, yeah, I'm like, anyway, what? So, yeah, they got taken. That was the first people to show up, and obviously that led to later on – uh, other people showing up and the maritime trade happening and all other shit. Um, but, uh, and I think we are going to see, um, and if they do go as dark as the real history is, we're going to see some pretty horrific stuff. Uh, so, yeah, because they did not want uh, the Tokugawa, which we saw, the yeah. Tokugawa regime, we saw the flag for the Tokugawa, which was pretty yeah. awesome. We saw all that. And the Tokugawa regime was an isolationist. They didn't want anybody coming to other country. And well, just, I'm, just, I'm just Portuguese. Gonna point out, okay. Just going to point out when they started letting, when they started letting so foreigners popular. into the country, they ended up becoming an imperial empire of Japan in World War II. Yeah, so yeah, maybe yeah. they were right. Uh, well, no, yeah. So, um, and it, you you see this girl over and over again in the trailer, and I'm guessing she's a shinobi, uh, which anybody doesn't know in Japan, the, it was mostly women who were shinobis, and they were made to infiltrate. Uh, they were basically spies. That's not spies. true at all. That uh, is 100% not true. That is 100% true. Um, <laughs> no, it's not. It's, it is. No. <laughs> I have multiple books on the subject because <laughs> I was really fascinated with it. Uh, so it was Shinobi. And that girl, I'm guessing, is a Shinobi. And she, obviously, she's trained in assassination. Because um, you really, if you see watch her really quick, she'll see her with a paper. Well, the she, problem is. The problem is if she's trained in assassination, why is she fighting like five people at once in one scene? I'm guessing assassin she, is assassins don't do that. No, I know what I'm she, seeing. Like she's like there's only so many people that are trained in military. Like shinobis were trained in military defense and royalty because royalty women were meant to stay home when the men went out to war to defend the the kingdom or castle, whatever. Uh, they stayed there. That's why they were trained. But those are the only people. Regular women were not trained in that. So those are the only two classes that were. Um, so she broke off for some reason and is fighting for some kind of cause she believes in or whatever it is. We don't know. I hope that's not the case because the, the, the book of, of, of that of Shogun is more focused on the Lords than it is on, on side characters. And I don't want it to be about a side character. I want it to be about the actual, like the Lords and the political war and all that that yeah. comes along with it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because there were people that were against isolationists. Um, like, I don't mandate. mind her being a side character, but I wanted to focus on the Lord's period. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we also, if you noticed um, the religious aspect, we have 
um, the Christians showing up also with them. We saw them in a quick shot. Um, and that's where that war is going to start, I think, because they're trying, they're showing up there to push their religion onto Japan. And that starts to divide some people. Uh, and I, then that's when you see it cuts to a scene where war is coming and you see those people fighting. And it's hinting at, yeah, this is the Portuguese. Obviously, when they come back after that, they show, end up showing and bringing up other people that are trying to push their faith onto. And that starts a whole big war. Because then there's some people that are for it, and some very horrific things happen, which a lot of people probably won't like. I don't know if they're going to show it on this. On this, it's it's pretty bad what they do, uh, what the Japanese do to people. Anywho, right, I, I'm running late though, but yes, I'm excited to watch Shogun, and we will talk about it, Nate. All right, <laughs> I uh, I watched Goosebumps. Oh, it's not bad. <laughs> it's not great. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> like, uh, what? Uh, yeah, no, I'm just surprised you watched that. But it's, it's well, it's it's based on the '90s. Yeah, I know. And it's got like alternative and grunge rock in it. Oh no shit! Yeah, like the the last episode. It might have been a couple episodes, but at the end of the last episode, Black Hole Sun. Oh no shit! I'm like, oh, this is good. That's cool. I'm gonna check it out. Now. It's it's really it's it, it's interesting. Okay? okay, it's it's not the worst thing I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but. It's a it's a different kind of story, but uh, it's it's really not that bad. Uh, like they, it's a it's a it's a story, but they're using parts for, like each episode's based on like a book mm-hmm. until the last couple episodes that I've seen. It's, it's it's just extending the story, but like one was like say cheese and die, yeah, and then they have Slappy. He's coming back. He's like the main villain of this series, yeah, because they're like oh no, and they had to break him into pieces. And there's this like secret story from the past <laughs> it's it's interesting it really uh, is it's interesting and huh. the, yeah and the, the the guy that's in it i can't remember his name but he's one of those main actors that, that he's like a, a middle actor if i saw him i probably remember him um goosebumps goosebumps uh not that the tv show Goosebumps. Goosebumps, the TV show, the original Disney Plus. No, Disney Plus TV show. <laughs> it's, it's not as bad as that one. Oh my god, that was awful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Justin was... Long, Justin Long, oh, like okay, the nineties yeah, yeah. one when we yeah. were kids and watched it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Justin Long's in it, and he's possessed by yeah by the, the... this kid that got like burned alive in a house. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, huh. but he thinks he thinks it was because he was bullied, but it, yeah. it wasn't. Oh. But he's still angry. Arr. But okay. anywho. So it's really not that bad, but like they, they, there's always like there's like '90s rock music and it. it's great. Huh. Um, and then I watched uh, Bodies. Oh, I've been wanting to watch that. That has what's his face in it. He plays like the older guy in it. The uh, the guy who plays the what the hell's his damn name? He's in like everything right now. He's a good actor. Uh, he was originally in Halt and Catch Fire. That's kind of where he made his breakout. Uh, but he's also. Uh, in foundation and stuff, and he's in uh, a few other things I've watched. Older guy? He's the older guy in the good uh, body. Oh wait, you're talking about? Never mind. You're thinking of? Never mind. You're thinking of that show you were talking about last week. I'm thinking of the horror movie Body Bodies Bodies. You wouldn't have watched that. Oh no! <laughs> fuck no! <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a hard way I'd stuff to watch. Bodies. It's 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 pretty good. It's got some parts I'd rather just not see. <laughs> but, uh, oh. Uh, you know, guy on guy action. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I'm all set with that. Um. But uh, basically, it's a story about there's it's like a time travel thing. Yeah, it's three different time periods. You're saying four, four. There's okay. like 1893, 1941, 2023, and 2059, or something like that. Yeah. 
and they all in all those times they find a dead body of the same guy oh damn that's weird and I'll leave it at that because it's a some of it's just a mind fucking like, what? <laughs> okay, okay. So I got like a couple episodes left. It's just a pain in the ass to watch Netflix now because I gotta plug my phone into the TV. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. my this TV doesn't have Miracast; it's got Chromecast. Chromecast, yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, but pretty good. And then uh, Manny was over there the other night, and we we watched a classic, "That Thing You Do." That thing you do. You know what that is? No. What? That thing you do. Yeah, the music, the music movie, the music, that thing you do, that thing that you do. No, I do not know. Come on, it's a the Tom Hanks movie. That thing you do. Nice. I, how have you not heard this? That thing it, you it's, do. It's it's literally. Oh no, I wasn't a huge fan of that movie. I it, remember that cover. Yeah, I wasn't a huge fan of that movie. Oh, the wonders. <laughs> yeah. All I can say is Liv Tyler is beautiful uh, in that movie. Oh. Like, <laughs> oh, man. I know. For Tom Hanks movies, that's, like, up there with, like, uh, You Got Mail and stuff. Like, and it's okay. Oh, yeah. It's okay. Yeah, but this this movie, like, I guess he he helped write the song. I don't fucking know. Maybe. But, yeah, she, she was very You want to talk about singing? Man, she was Tom Hanks, like, you, know, like, you want to mention stuff like Big and stuff. Those are good movies. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Uh, but yeah, um, I do have to say, so I finished everything that is of from, um, and it is clear that this is definitely the successor to lost as a show. A lot of people tried to copy what lost did and never could do it. I wish it was connected to it. No, yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> but no, but you can tell it feels like lost. It's shot like lost. It moves like lost. It, it's everything about the show is like lost, but it's not lost. Um, and it's scarier than lost. Well, there's creatures that are like very like. They're... Yeah, but is it scary or is it just meh? It's more mysterious than it is scary. There are scary parts uh, in it. There are like I'm watching happen. Goosebumps. It's not scary at oh, all. But, but there are these creatures that come out obviously at night, uh, which is why they have to lock themselves in their house and everything else. Um, and they can't leave the town because if you leave, you just end up in a loop. You just keep on going. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's you can just tell the way it's shot. Even how the last season, the second season ended, I'm like. This is just like lost all over again. Like the way it ends too, with like a huge cliffhanger, like stupid big cliffhanger, like to the point where you're like, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> what? Um, and I'm just waiting now for the moment of the lost moment to happen again. Do you know what I mean by the lost moment? There were so many moments. We here. gotta go back. Oh, <laughs> oh did, did anybody escape? I can't say that. Oh, but yeah, well, apparently they did if they want to go back. To but the no, vampires. no. But I'm waiting for that. But I'm uh-huh. saying in general, I'm waiting for that moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the fact that you can see, I didn't. So obviously, you know, J.J. Abrams was a big point of lost. But I didn't realize just watching the show that because Jack Bender was the lead producer for Lost, he's the lead director for uh, From. How much of influence he had on Lost because this show is like holy shit. Like you can tell his influence was on Lost very, very strong. Uh, because the way the show is done and he'd also he's also like part of the art director for lost and he was the art director for this show too and you can definitely see it like holy shit like all like these surroundings the scenery like it's yeah you can tell it's all him so a big portion of a guy i didn't really had didn't realize how much influence he had on lost actually had a very big influence hmm. uh, usually producers don't have this big of an influence they're just like they approve shit uh but yeah he does <laughs> it's incredible 
Um, absolutely great storytelling. And obviously, it has one thing better. The lead actor is not Michael Fox, who's terrible. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's been in anything. Has no, he? he's, his career is dead since Lost. That's weird. Well, a few of them haven't been in much, like the big kid. The big kid? No, he's been in a few things. Has he? Yeah. Not uh, Michael J. Fox. Not Michael. <laughs> Way off, buddy. <laughs> Michael Fox. Matthew Fox. Sorry. Oh, Matthew Fox. I was going to say. I was going to say. Wait a second. We're Michael. Matthew Fox. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he's done anything since Lost, really. Let's see. Let's uh, see. But all the other ones Freaking have gone, gone on to do like a whole bunch of shit. Uh, yeah, especially the what's her name, the girl. Even though she oh. had a terrible haircut in the last movie, the yeah. last Ant Man. Oh, oh but, my god! It was but awful. even the guy, what's his face, who played Sawyer as well, um, went on to do more than a few things. Uh, oh, Col- yeah. Colony was really good. He's been in a lot of stuff. Uh, that's one of the best things Actually, he's done he's since been, Lost. He's been in a lot of stuff since. Yeah. A show called Vantage Point, probably uh, an extra or something. He was, he was probably a very small role. Speed Racer, Lost, Emperor, Alex Cross, World War Z, Extinction, Bone Tomahawk, Last Light, and Caught. What? Which, yeah. He's been not not much since Lost. Not much. Nothing no, no noteworthy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's been, Lost has been gone for a while. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so. Man, I, oof, I used to wait. I was excited for every week of that show. Yeah, and that's the experience I'm having because after Lost, every episode, I was part of a website and part of multiple forums that were people discussing it. Oh, geez. Um, and I find myself, I'll, all I do is nowadays go on Reddit, but it's the same scenario. Like people are talking about and all the details about every episode, the breakdown, all the random symbolism that goes on, all this stuff, which is really cool. I haven't had that kind of experience since Lost. One of my favorite, like Lost, was probably one of the first shows that I watched that was like that had such a big thing where like they had their own website for the Dharma Initiative or whatever the hell. Oh it was. yeah, 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 yeah. Stuff like that. It had there was a lot of secrets and. But like, you know what the first what, what first movie it? slash Clues show to do that was? How old is the show? No movie. Or how Ballads. old was the movie? A while ago. A movie that did that. It was the first one to ever do this kind of marketing. It's gonna. I'm gonna be mad. The Blair Witch. Ah, they made a fake website yep. that looked like it was made by the government of Maryland about the area. <laughs> that doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that movie. That movie is when my mom told me about the the this the oh, hell 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 road, yeah. road man. Yeah. That, that, I was like, what? No. Dude, uh, your dad was terrified oh of God. that place. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, but yeah, I do recommend anybody go check out Law. I'm not lost. Go she, check out from. She broke my fucking drone. <laughs> it's all her, man. No, that's you. Maud, Bad piloting. You, no, Maud broke my drone. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let's get into this first topic. So AI bots can now do grunt work for filing... Oh, yeah, filing. Filling out job applications for you. <laughs> so in July, software engineer uh, Julian Joshua, Joseph uh, became the latest victim of the tech industry's sweeping job cuts. Facing his second layoff in two years, he, <laughs> he dreaded spending another couple months um, hunched over his laptop, filling out <laughs> repetitive job applications and blasting them to the bunch. Why would you fill up? This is okay. This is what I don't get. Why do I don't see how people do that nowadays when there's places like indeed.com and those other fucking websites that exist, okay? Mm. Where you just post your resume um, and 
pretty much jobs find you. Mm. Um, uh, Joseph specializes. I mean, I still get like, I get friggin' random emails from like friggin' indeed.com. Hey, oh, yeah. this place wants to know if you're interested. No, I'm not interested. Uh, anyway, Joseph specializes in uh, user racing automation and figured someone must have a robotized the utilization placement task of applying for a job. Uh, casting, like obviously, casting about online. Uh, I came upon a company called Lazy Apply. Okay. <laughs> it offers an AI-powered service called JobGPT that promises to automatically apply to thousands of jobs in a single click. Oh my God, that's not, that's scary, man. <laughs> Getting thousands of emails. Hey, man, hey, man, hey, man, hey, man. Like, <laughs> hmm. can you, is there, can, can it be, see, you should be able to send it to a an AI email okay so that, e- that ai so the aoa can go ai can go through all those emails to find the best paying job out of all of those. yeah yeah right oh, yeah all he had to fill out was some basic information about his skills experience and desired position hmm. after joseph's paid 250 dollars for a lifetime unlimited plan what i, I would never pay a 250 dollars to find a job and install lazy apply chrome extension he watched the bot zip through the application on behalf of the site oh my head like hurts. linkedin oh, my and head targeting jobs and match his criteria uh thrusting for efficiency he installed the app on his uh boyfriend's laptop too <laughs> and he went to bed with two computers furiously chugging away through uh, reams of applications man i got laid off at mcdonald's and Burger King hired me. <laughs> By morning, uh, actually, I found out a lot of people switch between Domino's and McDonald's in our town. I don't know how I know that, but anyway. <laughs> By morning, the bot had applied to uh, close to a thousand jobs on his behalf. I don't know why I'm bringing this up, <laughs> but first of all, I, I'm I gotta go to, to to Warwick. I am dying to have some Pizza Hut. <laughs> Because they got so they got. Is that, there a still Pizza Hut there? I think there's a pizza. There's a Pizza Hut in Warwick. It's near the courthouse, in that that road that's before the courthouse. But uh, okay, I, I think it's there because I want to try their 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 pizzone, their calzone thing. Oh Jesus! Just get a real calzone. There's one, I'm getting one when I leave here today, the same. and they're the same. so good. Yeah, they're okay. Oh. Um, but then I want to take a road trip to Matt. Like if we go ever go get to go to Micro Center. Right. I need. To go to Arby's, okay, because we do not have an Arby's in Connecticut or Rhode Island. We used to have one in the Crystal Mall. Yes, we did. Yeah, and it was way different then too. They didn't sell the same stuff. They was they, they sell so many different things now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, well, oh, I love Arby's. I, the one thing I wish that still existed was Quiznos, but they've completely uh, buried themselves. They had a their 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 what was it pastrami or something? Oh, they they had this like. Good sandwich that I used to get yeah, that all the time. When I lived in Florida, I used to ride my motorcycle to Quiznos. They they only have 400 stores now total, or less than that. Oh, they still exist? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know they, that. They buried themselves. The reason why is because what they were doing, because they opened a food manufacturing company to sell to other people, and then they were upcharging their own franchisee owners, oh, and then telling them, oh, no, you can't charge more. Uh... And then they got one of the biggest lawsuits to ever hit a company hit them because they all band together and sued the oh, owners wow. uh, and then closed all their all like, they sued the owners they sued That's the owners up man well they the owners were screwing them and they won the lawsuit hmm. um because you can't like i'm gonna be the food distributor and then sell to my own franchisee owners and then tell oh you mean the, own, the, the owners of the company yeah 
They, the the was, franchisees sued the owners of the company. Okay. Yeah, because they because they were upcharging them on their own products. Yeah, that's dumb. <laughs> but yeah, I had I had a quiz that was Aww. like five minutes away from where I lived in Florida. We used to go there like on the weekends or whatever. Yeah, we started barbecue or four around here. Whatever the bark barbecue. The, I first tried it in, in in Warwick. There used to be one of the there used to be two in Warwick. The strip next to the Walmart. Yeah, um, yeah, and it was it was <laughs> great. But yeah, I'm um, dying for Arby's. I haven't had it in a well over a year now because uh, I had it in Tennessee. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, the, the one thing that surprised—I don't know how Subway is still around. I don't get it. I just don't get it. They yeah, they're, the they're, most, they're the most generic. They have the sub, worst food, place. Like at a, any place I've ever had. I don't. Well, get it. well, you gotta think of it this way. <laughs> you're just—you're slightly not 100, percent but you're slightly biased because of the fact that we have one where we work. Okay, true. <laughs> um, that's very, very true. Because but, I can tell you, man, back in the day, Subway was the shit. Like when we we got our first subway and they used to cut them down the middle. I'm talking about like '95, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when I was in like, or well, yeah, when I was like I, in high school. They cut them down the. Oh, they were so good. I do agree with you. I think Subway eventually at some point went downhill severely. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I think they used to have fresh ingredients and everything. Now they don't at all. Yeah. Well, they slice now. Okay, that's about it. Like their chicken tastes like rubber. Literally. Oh yeah, yeah, literal yeah, 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 rubber. Yeah, yeah. I don't mind the Philly, but it's definitely different from like their steak tastes like it's like processed garbage. Yeah, you go to <laughs> like I oh. like I like uh, the place down the street there. Either Jersey Mike's or uh, Jersey Mike's is really good. Or uh, what's the other place? D'Angelo's. That's what I mean. There's so many places, even around us. I don't know how a subway exists. Like. Jersey Mike's is like a billion times more. And every time I've even been to It's Jersey, a lot more expensive though. Even though Subway has gotten they got, but you're getting you're getting quality sub though. Like yeah. and every time I've gone to Jersey Mike's right now since it opened, there is a fucking line. I oh, I, yeah. I order online and just walk in and grab it. But there is a line. I go to Bryan or Warwick. Uh, oh. I go to Waterford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. nobody there. Um but yeah. But so. man, I I want to try other things from, from Jersey Mike's, but that that Italian is just amazing. <laughs> Mike's way, oh, so freaking good. The Kahuna uh, chicken cheesesteak is really good. I, I get the I I add the the turkey bacon and it was just not oh, the same as a number thirteen. Oh, but that is your food talk for today. Yeah, uh, the, uh, <laughs> that's food talk. Talking and gaming and tech podcast because <laughs> you know food. What? <laughs> but yes, Arby's. Oh. Uh. Anyway, let's get into this first topic, which is so. If anybody doesn't know it, it's been this forever, next topic. You mean this next topic? So, um, it's been forever. A small documentary came out. Um, the final Beatles song has been released. Um, and there's a whole big thing. It's been in the works since the early '90s, since Yoko Ono called up, was talking to Paul, and she was like, "Oh yeah, I actually have some old tapes of John when he was working on." Uh, in his own personal studio of recordings and they started listening and then they started they were going to create a song they were going to state, create a song from it and they're like okay uh, and use his work and it, for years and years and years and years they were working on it and never got it to really work because they couldn't separate the music from the lyrics uh, and couldn't isolate anything because uh, it was like a demo yeah and it was just him singing with the piano yeah that's it and it wasn't two track. It was one just a microphone put in front of him, basically. Yep. And he was playing the song. And at that time, you couldn't you couldn't separate that. It just wasn't a thing. No. So now there's been a lot of progression in that technology because people do it all the time. Like they make shorts about it all the oh, time. Yeah. There's people that they'll take like 
some funny music and put freaking you know down with the sickness i know over it you know stuff like that they're separating like all the vocals like i can i can freaking this is the cool thing so i can go on in on the youtube and i'm a guitarist and i'll want to play the guitar part to ender sandman right. okay you can cut the guitar part I can out cut the guitar part right out yeah yeah and I'll play it, and I'll be like, oh, man, it feels like I'm really playing the song with people. <laughs> it's, it, and it's such a proud moment when you play it good. Yeah, yeah, Because you're yeah. like, damn, I nailed that shit. So it, it, the, the fact that that's a possible thing, that's why I put this in here, because it's more. this is a, a technology, technology like, But this is the thing that sucks about this. Like, as they were making this, they tried for years, and then they gave up for a few years. Mm-hmm. In those few years they gave up, George died. Yep. So they thought, oh, man, this is never going to happen now. And then, obviously, up until recently, um, they met up with uh, – what's his face? Um, Texas damn name. Um, the guy who made Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jackson there. Yeah, Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson. Uh, and he and they show, he showed them the technology, and he helped them out, and they started separating it and started working on it. I was surprised it. that out of anybody in the world, Peter Jackson would make it a Beatles video. Yeah, make it a Beatles song, yeah. <laughs> uh, it was really cool to see them. They, set, they got separated, they got it working. Uh, Paul uh, played a bass line, uh, I mean, a whole, like, bass track for it. Mm-hmm. Um and you know I mean it started coming together as a real song, and then they were like, "Yeah, this is going to be." They had like everybody in the band was on this song. Now the the big gripe going on right now is a lot of people are saying this isn't this isn't the Beatles. This doesn't sound like the Beatles. I'm like, you kidding me? It sounds like a Beatles. It, it sounds like what are you talking about, <laughs> man? You people are stupid. This why sounds you guys like the be, Beatles. Why do you guys got to be so defensive about shit? <laughs> Just enjoy the fact that it exists. Exactly. <laughs> Like, you're getting a Beatles song in 2023 when there's only two members left. Yeah. With all the members of the band in it. But the, the music video is just mind-blowing because, like, they you, they put them all in the video and you can't, like, even tell that there's, like, a... The only thing you can tell is, like, it's... What? How's what? How's he in the video with them? You know? Yeah, which Peter Jackson helped it on. Yeah. It looks a little off, you know? But you're like, wow. But, like, when they have Harrison in the room, I'm like... Who is that guy? Because it looked like he was there. Yeah, yeah. Like the old, the, 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 the younger the version. Older, no, the older version. Oh, yeah, when it shows When the, he's yeah. sitting down the acoustic. Yeah. I'm like, where'd they get this from? Like, what? Because I didn't know it was Harrison because I didn't recognize him with a beard because I, oh. I know him as with the mustache yeah, no. or younger. But if you watch the videos that when they were trying to do the song in the 90s, he has a beard and stuff. Yeah, no, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah I had yeah, to look yeah. it up because oh, he, yeah. he looks... He looks very sophisticated with a beard. Oh yeah, yeah. He looks yeah. like like a pirate. You know, I don't know. He's just like pirate. he looks just looks way different. Yeah. And I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? I'm like, oh, wait, he's like, that's got to be Harrison. And that's like Ringo nowadays with like a shaved head and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? but like, <laughs> but like the scenes with them, I was like, very. I couldn't even tell. I thought no. I thought it was another guy that they had helping them. You know. Oh yeah. But yeah, I was. And then they they're playing with each other. It was really good. That video yeah. was impressive. Yeah, it was impressive. I so the one thing I took because I when I was listening to the making of it and they were playing the demo tape from John. Um, one thing that took me, I was like listening to it. And I'm like, wow, that sounds like Tom York playing a piano and singing. I was like, it sounds like I was like, holy shit, that's weird. And obviously, I think Tom York's a big Beatles fan, so it makes kind of sense. And he's a huge Lennon fan. So, yeah, he's that other guy that was doing it. That was involved in it? No, no, no. I'm right. telling you, Tom York, lead singer of Radiohead. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You yeah, said he that. He sounds yeah, yeah. like it sounds like him. I'm like, wow. So you can definitely tell like Tom York was inspired by like people like John oh, yeah, Lennon yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. Uh, from with, that sound. With his, his yeah, singing. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, it's not bad. And what I think is cool is like it's a, it's a record you can buy. I might pick yeah, it up. Record's coming out. Yeah, I forget when it's coming out. And uh, one side is now and then, and the other side is uh, Love Me Do. Yep, a new remix of it. I guess I'm not sure exactly. It's, it's a stereo remix of yeah. the band's first single because yeah. that's yeah. then. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. A little cool. Yeah, it'll be a definitely a cool collector's item because you're having uh, the last Beatles song ever made. And then they'll come out with another one and you'll be like, what the fuck? Well, they'll, <laughs> they'll use AI to regenerate like John and, like, yeah, yeah. and George's. They'll just use AI to say, AI, make a Beatles song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they'll play a bass that looks like a ukulele warped into a. <laughs> well, the thing for me is like, there's a lot more. There was like five or six demo tapes he made. So there's a lot more well, so that we was, never heard. So did Michael Jackson, right? Something like that. I think he had a bunch of music. Yeah, he has. I'm sure he has a bunch of music. But John Lennon was normally just going up and recording random stuff. Yeah. But this was like the one they wanted to do. So there was a bunch of other tracks we've never heard. Oh, yeah. From yeah. John Lennon. But I don't know. But yeah. But yeah, I was I was it's excited me. I used to I was more into the which is funny, the psychedelic times. Yeah. yeah. Because like uh, magical mystery tour mystery tour and stuff like that. That music was just far out. Versus the the early Beatles, it was you know Well yeah, but that was after uh, they were went, a boy band. Yeah. Well, they went to India and then came back and were like they did a bunch of drugs and were yeah. like Ooh <laughs> Yeah They discovered they also discovered feedback. They did well they discovered <laughs> distortion. Do you know yeah, how they yeah, did yeah. that? Oh, well, they got too close to a damn speaker. They poked holes in the speaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You poke <laughs> yeah. holes in a speaker and it gives you distortion. And they're like, wow. I don't know how they figured out how to do that with guitar pedals. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, oh, distortion, the best thing. But, yeah, that one song with the, all the distortion, uh, Revolution there. Yeah. That, oh, man, that was intense. Yeah. But, yeah. Beatles. Uh, <laughs> so, The Legend of Zelda is getting a live action movie. And we got... The official tweet from Miyamoto himself talking about he's working um, uh, with somebody in Hollywood directly. I can't remember his name. The guy, uh, he's one of the main worker, one main people for that did like most of the Marvel films, stuff like that. Um, one of his names in this article. I don't even know if his name's in this article. Did Did you hear who was playing Link? No, there's no nothing in that. Uh, yeah. The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the worst movie ever. <laughs> oh. He's be like. Hey, Zelda, look at my eyebrow. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Do I smell something? Um, yeah, I can't remember the director's name that he's actually working with, but he actually worked on like most of the Marvel films. It says Maze Runner and Jurassic World writer. That's Maze a writer, writer, but I'm talking about like, the main director and producer and stuff like Maze that. A lot Runner. of the Marvel films. It's um, probably going to be like 15. Because he, uh, Miyamoto tweeted his name out. I can't remember the guy's name right now. The director but- is Wes Ball. And the writer is Derek Connolly. No, it's neither of those. That's what it uh, says right here. <laughs> no, no, there's another name though that uh, Miyamoto distinctly tweeted out. This was a uh, produced by a Nintendo. Oh, that's his Av Arad. Yeah, that's his name. Av Arad, the founder yeah. of Marvel's film. Arm. Yeah, Av Arad is the one he tweeted out that he's working with directly. All right. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so yeah, so and I, it's weird. So after the Super Mario film, oh, they're making a Metal Gear film too. Yeah, after Metal the, Gear. After the Super Mario movie, I was like. The, it did really well, so I was really happy. And most people like are given we're getting a Zelda movie now. Okay, that's a given. Nintendo was going to do that, 
But and, it's gonna be live action. But most people assumed it was going to be animated because they did so well with the Mar- or the Mario yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, no, Zelda needs to be a live action, but we'll never get that. I am really impressed that Miyamoto is deciding to push forward with a live action version of Zelda. Yeah. That is where it needs to be, and that's going to be incredible. I just I just they has to do one thing. What? Excuse oh, Jesus, me, not princess. That, not that terrible damn animated show, dude. I love that show. I'm oh. so excited when that when the the Super Mario Zelda arrow was on. Yeah, that, I mean, I loved it when I was a kid, but yeah, uh, yeah it is great. <laughs> Excuse me, princess. Oh man, yeah, that yeah, but yeah, I am so happy it's a live action though. Oh. Yeah, that's. Uncharted, Spider-Man, yeah. Okay, there's a huge list this guy's done. Like, yeah. It's like a crazy list. Um, So, yeah. So, we'll see. I just, I just wonder what they're going to base it on. Or if they'll start, like, just make a whole new story. Um, Well, I'm wondering if they're going to... So, the, I don't know if you know this, but the Marvel movie's supposed to be a trilogy. The what? The Marvel movie's going to be a trilogy. The Marvel movie? Mario movie. Oh, the, oh is it? Yeah. They're going to make two more? Yeah. Oh. If you, you know did, did you watch the after credit scene in that movie? I what was it? Where it shows Yoshi? Oh yeah 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 yeah. In the, yeah, in the, it hits yeah. Uh, yeah, that yeah. That was that was hinting at the next movie. Uh, I wonder if they're gonna do the same thing for this. Hmm. So because this does have to, it, not one movie can justify just Zelda. Like there, there has to be more than that. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> there has to be a lot more. Um. Anyway, so let's get into this next topic. So this next topic is interesting. Uh, the main reason why is because it was shot not far from where this podcast is being. I'm recorded right now. Um, granted, that's not. Is this the video we were talking about with him? Yes. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, we were asking about the camera and stuff. Um. So. Oh dear. Yeah. So this movie, which is that's terrifying, <laughs> coming Christ. out. Uh, it's called Damn Handy, uh, and it's by the writer of The Craft. Uh, and I wish I could have met this guy. Uh, the guy, the writer of the craft, because I would like to be oh, like, the original craft. Yeah, he wrote wow. it. That's, I wish they would have got him for like the sec. That's not a craft movie. I will never. <laughs> and it's the only question I have for Mr. Uh, Bloomhouse. Why did you let that be made? <laughs> hey, there's a can. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so he wrote this, which is he's a really good writer. I think I'm impressed. Um, and we were at uh, obviously one of the people that helped make this film, which is mentioned in this article, uh, Alec uh, Aston. Uh, I just I feel like we're special now. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, we're just friends with the film director, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, so it was really cool uh, that uh, we got I we got to know some more about this film actually behind the scenes and whatnot. Uh, did, and, you, did you see he sent us an email? Yeah, I know. All right. Yeah, we just gotta give him a time. Okay. Um, and so and we're gonna be heading over to actually where this uh, studio uh, where the post production is happening for this film, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. Um, and it's obviously it's right in my alley. It's not your alley, but it's a horror movie. Yeah. Uh, where it's a obviously it's uh, it's a handyman that shows up to repair something, and all hell goes wrong. Everything uh, goes completely wrong. Uh, they were even filming like I was. I've been following them making this movie since the beginning of it. Uh-huh. Um, and they were filming at one point. They all had to like cram into like three or four people, and the actors cram into along with the cameraman into a crawl space of a house. To film. <laughs> well, just, 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 you know, when we were talking about this, um, um, <clears throat> I don't know, the thought of making, a, like, our own video, like, shorts or something like that, and yeah. being able to 
submit them into like the, we thing. have the Mystic I, Film Festival right dude, down the road. That got me excited. Yeah, I, I really so, want to do that. Yeah, I so, really. So really now we do can that. do that. Yeah, I really want to do that. I know. Like this is it. I want to yeah. make a movie, man. Yeah, yeah or a half hour movie or whatever. And, you know. and we have the ability too. Like you mean, um, we have people that have the vision. We have people, um, like Tony Camper that has some great ideas. Uh, for how a horror movie should play out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have people like Ben who knows people who can act in a horror movie for us. Um, he also said, I told him like right now we, you know, we, we still got to write it because this is, this is going to have a script. We're going to really go deep into this stuff, yeah. you know. But he said that like where there's haunts and stuff that are still going on, we could use the haunt for sets. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be cool. At like certain angles, he says there's some where the, like depending on the angle, it'll it, it'll it'll look like a like a movie scene rather than you know a, a stupid haunted house. But there's a lot of creepy spaces that we have near us. Well, of uh, course, like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like Fort Weatherall. Yep. We also have that abandoned place. If you go down by Watch Hill and walk down the whole like uh whole thing of rocks there down the end to the end of that little small peninsula, there's this mm. little like piece of like property that's completely abandoned and looks disheveled. Yeah. Um the only problem with some of this is sometimes you have to get permission to film. Yes. And I don't know if we who might be able to do on a slow day at Fort Weatherall you could do it. Yeah. But like if you see you see like people with like three cameras, they're gonna be like, what the hell are you? Well it's about you can film in like that. Uh it's a public area. So oh, okay. Because like there are certain rules. Like, have you yeah. ever been there? Yes. Many so times. you could go go in those freaking tunnels. Yeah. Ooh, that would be ooh. That would be fun. Yeah. Like I'm telling you, I think that would be something really cool to do. Like submit a film. Yeah. But we just need to get the get the right equipment. Yeah. And uh that's why I want to get some like lenses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I don't know what they have or what they rent or where they get their stuff from. But. Well, yeah, but like if we meet up, we can find out because I know he rents most of his cameras. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Oh, like that. Uh, the C5, was it? The, yeah. The C200 there. Is, or is it the C500? Two. 200. Yeah, the C200. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure like they rented those. those they, are, they use the EF lenses. Yeah. So I just, I want to know what lenses because I can use the lenses on these cameras too. Oh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I'm sure they use some pretty expensive lessons. Oh, I'm sure. They probably got them with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but to start, like, I, I want to get a Rokinon, but it's, it all depends. Yeah. But, yeah, um, I'm, like, and, really excited about this. Like, yeah. right now, like, I got nothing going on. This is my excitement. <laughs> yeah, the only thing that sucks is, like, obviously holding us back is obviously scheduling for our job, which sucks. Yeah. Uh, or else we'd have a lot more time, which actually what I was doing. So when I was – I've been putting together this video – and watching our timeline like very intricately like everything we did throughout all the years i'm like holy shit we did so much in the first two years it's like silly we put out like a video like every other day yeah we put out so much and it's it it's um it's it comes down to scheduling we had like a set schedule yeah of every single time we'd have we'd have permanent set days every single day one of these days like it was like every other day of the week we were filming yeah it was boom, boom, boom. yeah i also lived closer well, well I, you don't really live speaking. you don't live much farther yeah. at all but uh <laughs> um but yeah we uh, we we had set schedules they weren't different every week no you know we i had tuesday wednesdays off yeah and i think you had the same days off at one point yeah i did so you know it just worked out yeah now it's uh 
Sometimes we just got to be like, we got to bite the bullet and say, we're going to do it this day, you know? Well, but yeah. It's really it's really tough. Yeah, like, and then just take the PTO. I'm just, I'm just, yeah, yeah. Call out or whatever. Exactly, I'm yeah. Just, I'm just got to just gotta wait. And... Yeah. Um, especially if we find a day for when we're filming stuff like this, like a movie shoot, and we're like, okay, the actors can be here on this day. Uh, this is the only they can be. Be like, okay, well, we're not at work that day. Yeah, we, yeah. We, I'm we, sa- we're, I am we're, saving we're, my people. We're like, filming. Like I had to take some time yeah, off we, this week because my back, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, this is really cool that we're going to meet up, obviously, with the person that's obviously mentioned this article, uh, who is uh, I don't know if he was directing or producing. I can't remember what, exactly what role he had. Well, Alec. It, now is is but he just he is, a, like is he just an employee there or does he run the place? Um, <laughs> so um, so Firesight Films, mm-hmm. um is doing i'm pretty sure they're doing like all most of the post-production okay okay um i'm not sure invictus uh uh films is doing i'm not sure i don't know which is which i haven't really directly talked to him about that um but i'm sure we could find all that stuff out so there's like three different film companies doing this um i think one of them like for instance like alec owns like two um and then there is invictus or, or yeah whatever company film company uh they're doing they're the ones who like shot that and stuff like that but he was there like directing and produ- i don't know what the exactly we have to ask him <laughs> i'm not sure exactly what he was doing directly but, covered he, in blood. but he was like involved like if you watch like if you look at the i've been following him on instagram he was involved in like the shots and telling people where to go and stuff so mm. i don't know yeah well yeah pretty neat where does it say his name uh right in the article right under the first picture So yeah, no, that's not the first picture. That's the first picture. So yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cool. But yeah. So that being said, that's really cool, and obviously it's it was funded by Indiegogo. So mm, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. Anyway, so let's get to the very final topic. In the last eight minutes, we've got the Ghostbuster trailer today, and that is Bananarama. That's the original. That is the original. That is the I original. I looked it up. I knew it was real. I don't know what Grim was thinking. That was the original. I know the original because they play it on the stupid radio all the damn time. Oh, do they? <laughs> it's just so annoying. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but that's the original uh, 80s song. Uh, but I don't care. The, it felt like the Ghostbusters. Yeah, no. It, it, it and The trailer opened up like an 80s trailer. Yeah. Like everything about it, like they caught the spirit of like an 80s film. Um and it was funny because I was talking uh, to Marie about this. I was like, I would eventually like to make a short, or like I was just talking about, and I want to open up because I love that style of an opener of during the 80s movies, like how they opened up movies. I like that style. You don't see it anymore. It'd be cool to start a horror movie like this, too. All happy and go, go. With well, no, that's what I want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I like how they open like that, um, some of the 80s movies, and I want to do something like that. Uh, yeah. It's but, kind of the same thing. This becomes like hor- horrific. Yeah, it's really <laughs> horrific. Yeah, um, and yeah, it felt very, very eighties uh, in a sense, but which is really, really cool. But the one thing, so obviously the trailer school, a whole bunch of people get frozen to death in the middle of New York in the middle of June. Uh, I'm surprised nobody got shish kebabbed, but <laughs> probably do, but we don't yeah, see it there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the fact that when we see the cast, we see Dan Aykroyd. We see uh, Ernest uh, Hudson, Hudson, and we see Bill Murray. I was like, holy shit. 
We got the whole crew. Yeah. Oh man, this is awesome. And I think we're. I thought we were only going to see uh, Ernest Hudson. Ernie Hudson, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because we knew he was involved. But we, no, it was the whole cast again. That is awesome. And it's in the original, the original place. Yeah. Oh, which is cool. It's gonna be awesome. Is that the same actress as yeah. that played the mother before? Yeah, I think so. It is. She just looks. Yeah, she looks so different. Uh, I think they got all the same people. Um, except now we have the new crew with the old crew. Uh, which is awesome. All busting and goes orange. together. And they're not even a crew. They're just a bunch of has just people. <laughs> they're not like we're the Ghostbusters. They're yeah. just a bunch of people. Well, you saw um, like Bill Murray in the original Ghostbusters outfit. When you see him real quick, he's in the original. Yeah, no, I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I am I am just stuck. I'm like a huge Bill Murray fan. And I, I thought the last time we were ever going to see him in anything was the last Ghostbusters. I know. I'm... And I am beyond stoked that he is in this sequel. Like, holy shit. He must have been beyond impressed with it. Yeah. Because nowadays he doesn't take a role unless he's like, unless you actually impress him. Yeah. And I, I don't care what anybody said, man. Afterlife, I was... Yes, Afterlife cool. was so good. I was crying in happiness. Oh. It was. I it was. Un- Johnny and I were watching, and when, when, uh, what's his name, the dead one, yeah, oh. Egon. When Egon, Egon, Egon yeah, took yeah. hold of it with the girl and was helping, I just oh, was his crying. granddaughter. Yeah, I was like, oh. we were just looking at each other, tears pouring. We're like, this is amazing. Oh, oh, oh it was just. Tugged on the heartstrings, I can tell you that. Yeah, the ending of that was so good. Just the whole crew shows up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. The only thing they didn't do is Do Ray Egon or whatever it was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been priceless. Yeah. That would have been great. Uh, um, the only person we haven't seen, which I'm hoping, I don't know if he is in this movie, but we didn't see him in there, um, is What's-His-Face, who's come out of retirement. Um, oh, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis, yeah. That would be, be really nice, him. but I th- I think he said no the last time. I know that, but like that was right when he got out of retirement, though. Is but, oh, did he get out of retirement? He's been out of retirement now that his daughter's grown up and like has he done own. anything though? Not really. He's just done that one commercial. He was in a commercial. Yeah, he was in a commercial. That was it. Huh. So yeah, be cool if they made another uh, Spaceballs. <laughs> They're supposed to. For oh my god, you know how long we've been waiting for next Spaceballs. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit! Oh. Like, did he get punched in the face recently? Who? Rick Moranis. Punched in the face? Yeah, I think he was. For what? (laughs) What did he do? I think he was punched in the face walking the streets of New York. What the hell? Yeah. Why would he get punched in the face? That's kind of sucker punch while walking in New York City in 2020. What? (laughs) Well, that was before his retirement. I mean, before he announced his. Well, yeah. Before he's out of retirement, I should say. Coming out of retirement. Oh man, I would love to see Rick Moranis though come back. To uh, as of April, he will soon raise. Oh, he was supposed to do another uh, Honey I Shrunk. Oh yeah, I remember those rumors of that. Yeah, they went and did like three or four without him. <laughs> I think it was. Uh, but yeah, those movies got kind of ridiculous. Twenty-four too. year hiatus. Yeah, because he wanted to raise his daughter. Starring Honey I Shrunk the Kids reboot. Oh, that would be good, actually. They do a reboot because they completely destroyed that series. <laughs> they just got so ridiculous with it because they kept on making more and more and more stupid ones. Yeah. But. But that'd be awesome. Oh, 
I would I would love to see Rick Moranis in anything, especially yeah. as Darth Helmet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be great. <laughs> but I don't know if we'll ever see that though. Yeah. Oh, so, oh, but he can do it. He's out of retirement. He said that he turned down a cameo in the uh, after oh in the forthcoming female fronted because it made no sense. You know, shit. Nobody would. That's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like, oh. It's that movie. Like anybody doesn't get why that movie was not included in the box set is retarded. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason why it wasn't included in the box set. <laughs> it's not canon, people. Never will be. So, people have been post on, on on TikTok. People have been posting a lot of uh, classic SNL skits. Yep. And holy crap. Talk about foreshadowing. What? There was a, 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 a sketch of Chris Farley, and he was called the relapse guy. And he kept going on drug and alcohol benders in this skit. Oh, that's terrible. It was bad. Oh. And, and, like, he, uh, what was it? He, like, he, he he's at the, uh, the clinic. You know, saying, man, you know, I'm so thankful, Dad. I'm so thankful that, you know, I'm going to make it up to you guys. I'm going to make this good. Next scene. <laughs> passes out on the floor. Falls onto a table, breaks the table. Like, like that's his thing. And um, I'm like, oh, my God. Oh. I was like, wow. That's fucked up. Wow. That's messed up. It's messed up. Oh. And, and then they, they, there was another one where uh, it, it was the guy that does more cowbell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was doing uh, Grease Lightning. Okay. Dude, have you seen the lyrics in that song? Grease Lightning. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, the original Grease Lightning, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, they're pretty, yeah. They are vile. Yeah. Like, <laughs> wow. I was <laughs> like, what? I, I couldn't believe it. I've never, you know, I've never, I don't think I've ever watched the movie, but like. Oh, you've never seen Grease? No. Nah, yeah. Oh. And it, they're like, oh, it'll make the girls cream. I'm like, what? Yeah. What? And and in the in the in the scene he's going, Oh, we can't say that. That's really bad. But so we're gonna say this. There used to be a UFL. If you divulge any like a lot of older songs, especially songs from like the fifties and stuff, they're pretty bad. Oh yeah. I was just, <laughs> it just blew me away. But like it was it was freaking hilarious. I sent that one to oh. to, 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 to to Manny, Tony Camper. Oh. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, this has been talking gaming tech. We hope you enjoyed the new segment. Uh, talking about N64. If you'd yeah. like more, obviously head over to Patreon. Hit the little thing so you can become a subscriber and become an agent of tech. Agent of tech. So, and obviously stay tuned to youtube.com slash techprimemedia for a future video coming up pretty soon about our achievement of a thousand subscribers and the road that it took to get there and the road where it's going to go. Yeah, we're already at a thousand forty-five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something yeah. like 30, 43. Something like that. Yeah. But yeah. But, thank you. So we're moving there. Uh, yeah. We're getting there. But yeah. Obviously, you can find us on, on socials all everywhere. Find us. And if you like this podcast, remember, I know most of you are on iPhone. I know most of you are on the Apple podcast app. And that has a rating system. So if you'd be kindly, you can give us a rating and let us know what you think of the podcast. From one to five stars. One, that's fine. Five, that's fine too. Just let us know what you think in the comments. And we'll greatly appreciate it. And we'll see you on the next episode. And tell, your, f- tech. tell your friends. Tell your friends. And for the latest and greatest in gaming and tech, everybody. Tech Prime Media.